<laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I met her at the bar. Ted picked her up. Ted had eyes for her and not for me. Cause I only have <laughs> eyes for John. Don't, don't don't cut the cord. No, don't cut, cut the cord. Cut the cord, don't cut the cord, baby. <laughs> don't push the button that closes the tailgate on the on the wagon. Not if somebody's no, the not, not while there's someone sitting there. What does it Breakfast. say? XOXO Mofo. Interesting. Yeah, and I don't think it has anything. I don't think their uh, <laughs> Hugs and Kisses Mofo is, the, is not Hugs and Kisses My Lawyer. Mm-hmm. Morrison Forster? Yeah. Your lawyer? Mofo.com. Mofo.com. Morrison Forster. Nice. Is there a more intimidating URL ever? Oh, well. <laughs> are they, are they actually scary lawyers, though? So when they're actual get, lawyers, they're, oh, yeah. you know, like, but are yeah. they scary lawyers? They yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're the, probably the, some of the most scary lawyers, <laughs> despite the fact that they have a scary URL. <laughs> they are also scary. Yeah. No, they're they're they're. You don't ever want to go up against them. They're 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 have on you, top of it. They're very very good at what they do. Gone up against them. <laughs> Almost. Oh, that sounds scary. I oh, have, I've gotten to avoid most litigation. Thankfully. Scary. The um, I'm going to pass around in uh, a world. In a world. In a world where checks are passed around. <laughs> Why did you get paid by the Superior Court? Jury oh, duty! <laughs> nice. How long were you there? Uh, two days. You get oh, wow. 35 bucks it's, for two it's, days? Uh, it's uh, what is it, 14.50 a day? No, 17.50 a day. That is it a used to be 15. It's 15, it's 15 plus 2.50 for, uh, for mileage. You get one mile. Or something like that. Oh, okay. One whole. So I got thirty-five dollars. I kept gotten. I, I don't know. I never had thirty-five dollars before. When you speak, speaking of mofo, when you, when you apply for a personalized license plate, which I've done twice, mm. uh, once for me and once for my lovely wife, uh, you have to put down what explanation you have for your your thing. So if you put down like you know, because I'm a, a bag. you need to like actually write down what it means. And so it's like, why don't they have that with domain names? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Well, in this case, why do you want DVDA.com? <laughs> Everybody's looking that up right now. Huh? Yes. Yes, look it up on IMDb. That's, that's where you should be looking up DVDA. Yeah. That's a lot of acronyms. It is a lot of acronyms. Acronym. You're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Halfway. In this case, they didn't travel that far. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and all the beers that you're not going to drink from Belgium. Excellent. The best part about beer school is the homework. The homework is beer. <laughs> if that's not a reason to participate in the show, I don't know why you're listening. So, beer school. We're talking today with our friends Stephen and Susan. Woo! Represent. Hello. <laughs> Word. Back to high how's, school. How's Word. everyone doing out there? <laughs> hey, it's a groovy Sunday. Here. We're not. We're not at the 21A loft where there was cooking going on and babies running around and babies <laughs> yeah not babes babies <laughs> no, yeah. not babies just baby but just one son, baby it son. was bring your baby to the bar day bring your baby to the bar day well the thyob <laughs> <laughs> seriously because i don't got one i don't got one either no way just borrowing one is enough 
<laughs> All right, so today we're newlyweds. Today's topic is we're going to talk about Belgium style beers that don't come from Belgium. Thus, the name of the show, not Belgium. <laughs> What's happening in the United States is what is happening in the United States, John? We're getting checks from our government for thirty four dollars, thirty five, thirty five. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Don't leave out that dollar for mileage. <laughs> can only drive about a mile in san francisco that's true right and now that mile should cost about five bucks the the reimbursement should should because that's like does it really take that much gas no no to go like a mile maybe a pill if you rode if you rode in a cab if you Uh, took the duck if you rode in a cab that is true but then should you be getting paid for your mileage or reimbursed for travel expenses in general it's all just a made-up number anyway yeah all right uh, fakery. Well, anyway, so there's there's something that's going on in the in the uh, world of brewing in the United States, where people who are brewers are getting really creative and clever with making beer that tastes like it comes from Belgium. So Belgium yeast, spontaneous fermentation, great f- uh, flavors, blending, putting beer in barrels. Motor's got a story about that, and. Yeah, you do. Oh, I do. Yeah, okay. I'll need to be prompted. Yeah, you'll you'll be prompted. I think this 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 one will will prompt that easily. <laughs> really, um, I, I'm curious about that. Well, it's a great story, but we'll save it for when we open this. So, th- thanks for the teaser. Yeah, <laughs> well, this keeps people to listen. You know, a little bit of foreshadowing, right? So there's there's some. It's it's a really fun thing. It's, it's this beer right here. Yeah, See, it's, it's that yeah. beer right there. Exactly. It's a really fun time to be in beer, <laughs> into beer, because it's because <laughs> because all these amazing things are being made. Amazing things being made. Boy, I'm profound sometimes. <laughs> well, in an age when a very popular beer in that you age. can actually get at like your your local bar in general is from a company called New Belgium Brewing, right? It's a good sign, right? It is a good sign. And sadly, there was no New Belgium. There is no New Belgium on the table. They, they, yeah. We don't. We didn't. Speaking of represent, <laughs> we did not represent them. Sadly. Well, we've, so we've talked about them a number of times during the year. Um, we talked about Mothership Wit. We talked about fifteen fifty four. Mm-hmm. We've talked about um, uh, Lawfully. Yeah, Lawfully. Uh, and so. you know, Lawfully is one of those beers. Eric that, Sale. Yeah. Is we've that we've talked Belgium? a lot about these beers uh, in the in the past year, and I'm going to say that Lafoli, while very reassuringly expensive, is something that you won't like. You think? I think if you don't know, I, I don't think. Really I think if you go into it thinking, oh, it's expensive, it's going to be the best beer that I've ever had, and it's from New Belgium, makers of Fat Tire, you're going to be surprised. Yeah, well, it's no is Fat it, Tire. Is it like Seven Up and Milk? No. <laughs> the, the, it's the, like damnation. No, 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 no. But uh, oh. I was so saying as a concept, if, if someone gives you a beer made by, uh, made by Anheuser-Busch or something, and it tastes like, let's say, Aventinos. Right. And you're, you look at it, and you're like, I'm expecting beer A, and instead you get a beer that's completely different, or it's, right. or it's sour, or it's a, a, a mix you're not used to. It's like when you are expecting to drink milk, but you're actually given 7-Up, and oh. you're not really looking. I was like, like milk what the hell's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you said milk and 7-Up. Yeah, oh, God, no. no. <laughs> that would be it's disgusting. Like, it's That's revolting. A, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of taste is expectations. So which beer is this? This is Three Philosophers from... Mm. 
Omegon. Omegon. In 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 lovely, lovely, uh, Cooperstown, New York. Yeah. Cooperstown. So, so not only not only is it a baseball town, it's an awesome beer town. Great Shakespeare there too. And this is a quadruple. upstate New York represent. It's a quadruple. It's a quadruple. It was nice. It's really good. It's well, very like, like bourbon and butterscotch. Yeah. There's and some, not gross bourbon. There's some deep. No, like there's some bourbon. grape going on. A little bit. Yep. And the nose yeah. is the nose is candy. It just it has a big syrupy. It's sort of like almost like a molasses. Molasses. Yeah. In the yeah. Front. Can I see the bottle? Yes, you may. A little. Um, and there's a little bit of something left down at the bottom. Uh, Two percent ale with cherries added. Ah, that explains it. it yeah, explains it does have a little creak in the back. That it's explains kind of the grape. Almost almondy, maybe. I don't know. It's um. Hmm. It it says created by blending a rich malty Belgian style ale with authentic creek, the classic cherry lambic from Belgium. Our quadruple is cultured yet wild, curious yet wise. <laughs> it does. It doesn't seem that. It doesn't seem that creaky to me. That right. was nice. It's like a. Li- it's like very. Um, it's what happens when you have like a, a fruit beer that is like that strong, like that age. We don't even taste the fruit anymore. It's just the sugar. The sugars have been eaten. Yeah. yeah, they've been eaten up by the. Like if you were listening to the last show about fruit beer, right? Um, where where, right. where you put the fruit in the beer uh, definitely uh, affects whether it's just a note or whether it's a tone. Uh, Or like a flat out flavor Yeah Like if you have the misfortune to drink Lindemans And this is a beer where you're not supposed to be drinking the yeast Supposed to leave it in the bottom Ah Right So we'll leave that scotch there Yes I think this is a Out of the Out of the beers that we have This is the only This is the one that's the most blended Because it's blended with a famous Famous Belgian beer that lots mm-hmm. of people have already tried. Mm-hmm. Which Stella? No. So no, I'm, I'm curious. Actually, do you know? Is it that they make their own creek and then no, blend them, or do no, they, no. they? No, it's oh, Duval. Oh, so they get do. Oh, so they're they're. I did they, not realize that they were an offshoot of a Belgian brewery whose name is escaping me, uh, where they tried to figure out where to where to where where to put one, and mm-hmm. just some they they made it out here, and then eventually they were bought back wholly by yeah. that brewery. Uh, correct me, Wikipedia, if I'm wrong. <laughs> but well, the thing with it is that they have a lot of autonomy. I mean, they're basically building beer uh, in those styles for the American market. And the uh, on the Brewing Network, they have a video of taking the tour to Oma Gang. Oh, cool, cool. We should we should we do should that the next time we're back in my hometown. Yeah, Utica, lovely, beautiful yes, Utica. For, for those who've been listening to the show, I'm the guy from Utica. <laughs> you should have worn your Utica club hat. That was yesterday. I was thinking of wearing my Jerry Weissen tie-dye uh, <laughs> uh, Widmer shirt. Uh, it's got a big J instead of uh, instead of a W, and it says Jerry Weissen instead of Hefeweizen across the top. That was, uh, oh, years ago at the OBF they had those. It was a good-looking tie-dye. I'm not sure that the— OBF is next week. OBF is, uh, let's see, in— Four days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, in three days from now. Should, I we, be... should we count the hours? No. So people that are listening to this from the future— uh, uh, the Dark Knight was released yesterday, uh, yeah. so that's that should give you a time, <laughs> time of when this show <laughs> yeah. was actually produced. And Dark Knight is not in a bottle. No, no, sadly, I think it probably wouldn't taste that good if that was a beer. 
Well, you could rename. You could it would rename. be Malty and Evil. <laughs> Malty and Evil. I think they've brewed that before at some places. Oh, maybe places. a little smoky. There's a lot of explosions in the movie. I liked it. Yeah. If they ever better than the Godfather, probably not. But <laughs> if you go on IMDb as of today, uh, they have it as ranked higher than the Godfather. Oh, really? Well, the and un- Shawshank Redemption and a bunch of other films were. Well, Mr. Really? Uh, the distinguished <laughs> Mr. Coppola must be working on uh, of. Finishing up a movie right now because I've seen him wandering around a couple of times by his building. Mm. Really? He is a stout gentleman. Is yes. he? Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> I want to stand next to him and feel small. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yep. This is going to go good with desserts. Possibly mm. five cupcakes. I don't want any. <laughs> Enough of that, the Not that dessert. Enough of the cupcakes. Enough of that. Uh, it's going to go good with dessert. It's going to go good with uh, uh, probably the beginning of the meal, the appetizer. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't serve this I would with, say like hard cheeses, like hard salty cheeses. Yeah. It's a good like balance against the against the syrupy sweet. I could see this Instead with a, of like, you know, the, the like, <laughs> instead of fruit or like plum paste or whatever. Pork, pork chop. Ooh, pork chop. Yeah. Good pork chop beer. Excellent. Yes. Pork chop or some sort of uh, really roasty sort of beefy thing but not roast that might beef, be overwhelming like, though, don't you think like yeah. a little too much no? I, think, yeah, I think it'll be a little too much anyway, anyway, okay to each their cheerios own. maybe cheerios. over cheerios cheerios <laughs> does this go well with fruit loops Beerios. <laughs> excellent <laughs> when was the last time you had Beerios? uh never <laughs> i would have to I agree not go with that i never liked cheerios i love cheerios but like not necessarily with beer all right i think we're gonna jet over to the uh, other coast, we're going to go to the Lost Abbey Brewing Company. Would so you like actually, me to pop that for you, Mr. Yeah, Foster? Yeah, I'm just looking at this. We, this have, a, a, we have a cork and crown bottle. Yeah, out of yeah. our... How many do we have here? One, two, three. Seven beers. We've got three with the um, classic, the champagne cork. So this so this comes from... Uh, this is the leftover brewery uh, from Port Brewing. So Port... Moved into stone, stone moved yeah. into stone, and this is the leftovers. Yeah. Stone moved into new stone. Yeah, <laughs> the the port moved. Yeah, okay. But you can so still they get got the beer made at at, at the at the the pizza place at the pizza place, yeah. which is fine. And that's one of the cool things is that you can go to the, all three places, try the IPA, and it's all different. Yeah, it was a, a highlight of of Susan's uh, college experience. Yeah, so I went to UCSD, UC San Diego. My junior year, however, I uh, lived in central Germany in Göttingen and went to school there, which is where I learned to drink beer like the pros, <laughs> like these fine gentlemen that I'm here with. And they are, um, they are actual professionals. They have yes. their own radio show and everything. And uh, when I came back, <laughs> I realized that I'd been going to Pizza Port for the pizza ah, for but- like years at that point. And uh, finally, I was old enough for one thing to drink. Okay. But um, it was right at the beginning of when they started getting... I mean, they always brewed their own beer, but they, they started getting really... Good. Really good at it, really into it. Um, and like, craft brewing was becoming a bigger deal. Because mm-hmm. down in San Diego, there was always Carl Strauss, which is classic German style. And, you know, everyone has their own opinion about whether that stuff's good or not. Um, it's pretty commercial. But, the, but Pizza Port was like... It was coming up, and, you know, in the world of, of brewing, and since since then, that was, of course, 10 years ago, um, since then, they've just, I mean, they're like an amazing, they're, they're like amazing producers. I'm always, every time I go down there now, 
uh, got to check it out because and they show up at all the festivals and stuff too. It's yeah, very impressive. That'll be the next week. Well, well, can they actually come up with two or since it's one no, only entity, they only get one. Yeah, no, that's the, the relationship between all of them is kind of for both port and stone. Well, no, well, just no, port, just port, like port versus pizza port. Got it. Versus lost. You know, one thing to say about that last beer that we were the the Omagong, we were talking about how it's syrupy. I'm like holding up the glass that's drained, and it actually is kind of like thicker than regular beer and sticking to the sides of the glass. Oh, cool. Yeah, we just don't wash the glasses that well. <laughs> Sexy. I just, I just stuck my nose in the beer Here, trying to get a sniff. This out. That's uh, <laughs> it's cold. It's a party foul. Yeah, the cold beer, this beer is cold <clears throat> and deep. Hmm. Nine eight. This Nine. is a quadruple again. Again. Judgment Day. Here, can you say yeah, it? this? Definitely has can no you, creep. Can you, can you say, Judgment wait, let me, let me Day. First, actually, and then can you say it in the in a world without blah, in blah, a world? Here. Woof. Judgment Day Ale. There you go. Uh, it's ten point five actually. Uh, ten point five. Oh, this is the one that's brewed with raisins. Brewed I've had this yeah. before. It's like I had a fruit, but it so certainly wasn't. So this cherry. is our second local local domestic Belgian that is brewed with fruit. It's like a theme. Well, that's kind of the whole, I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves, but that's kind of the whole distinction between German brewing and Belgian brewing at its heart is that there used to be all this German brewing that was like this. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then, then the Reinheitsgebot came, and because people were, in a sense, making, in a sense, moonshine. Yeah. And people were going blind and dying. And, and so they said, well, you can only use three ingredients because at the time they didn't know what yeast was. So... Whereas in Belgium, because of the monastic traditions and all various reasons, and the fact that, like, apparently, when you go there to Belgium, everyone drinks beer. Like, you've been to the Delirium Cafe. Yeah. You show up at the Delirium Cafe, it's 3 o'clock, and there are all these teenagers, and they're there kind of, like, drinking beer and just... And smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Well, not as much the last time we were there. Smoking like chimneys. They were there in the middle of the afternoon on, like, Yeah, no, that's when school gets out. And it was as if there was a non-smoking section. It was kind of weird. Yeah. You get the the upper part. Yeah. Um, But they have a beer style for pretty much everyone's tastes. Yeah. And so a lot of it's a fruit beer because that appeals to a certain segment. A lot of these very strong beers from the monastic tradition where you needed to have one or two things a day and you couldn't actually eat. So you needed something to... So you just got a good buzz and you saw God. It does kind of explain the blind faith thing. (laughs) <laughs> All that time spent, like, making books. <laughs> Just staring. It's because they were drunk. Illuminating your manuscript. Mm. But, like, Corey, like, a beer that's made with, I mean, even though you can have, you can get wheat beers in Germany now. It's like the the use of coriander, orange peel, uh, various spices. Verboten. And fruit. Verboten. Which was verboten. 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 In, uh, in Germany, it makes it so that the Belgian styles are much more varied. It's much more... If you if all you have in your life is German beers, you find the variation is similar to like you're only allowed to drink red wine. As soon as you get to a different style, where they're able to incorporate these other ingredients, it's like what, no, really, it's like the it's a sensation of flavor. Ow. <laughs> okay, enough of, my, now? enough of my of my pontification nonsense. Are you sure you're not in advertising at your company? <laughs> No, I'm not. It's My a, brother is. It's a sensation of software solutions. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I'm a geek for a living. <laughs> so how would we how would we describe this? It's really malty. It you can is. sort of taste the raisins. It's I can't uh, really taste the raisins. Honestly, I don't know if I'm. It's I, darkish colored. 
it's like it's like grape skins more than it is grapefruit to me. It's like it, it definitely has a sort of like uh, it doesn't have like the, sort of like the insipid sweetness of raisins, but it doesn't. It tastes like raisin skins. I don't know. Well, how like the put. last beer, the what we started with, <coughs> the, the three, three philosophers, philosophers that had this to me had this grape flavor going on. Mm-hmm. This is more pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It definitely has more. Of a whiny kind of feel to it. Yeah, um, I love. I I I have had this beer before, and I do enjoy it. Good. This Same. would be a uh, a good thing to take to uh, a wine tasting. Yeah, definitely. Be like, let I'm them, sorry, I didn't let them read the invitation. Everyone's like, why is there foam in my blind tasting wine? <laughs> <laughs> this all, this this it's does lot, definitely. It's a lot. I was going to say it's a lot sweeter than <coughs> most wines are, though. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of sugar. The, um, this definitely Maybe seems like honey. a kind of wine you can like put honey. down for a while. Yeah. Mm. And like, it would sort of mellow out. You mean beer? What kind of beer you can put down for a while? Yeah, the flavors, the flavors would merge into something, so you wouldn't get the pronounced sort of malty thing and the molasses thing and the raisiny thing. The malty thing would probably wander away and into a corner. and A lot more of the raisins would come out after a while. This yeah. is hopped, right? Or yep. is it? Okay. Well, it is, yeah. It just doesn't really taste like it. It smells it a little bit. <laughs> oh, pardon me. <laughs> oh, it's a quad style. That would explain it. Why? Why did we start with the quads? We're very able to taste some of these. Yeah, I'm going to sleep by the end of the show. Well, no, let's pick something else. <laughs> yeah, let's pick let's one of the lighter. Something that's not. Might need a cup of coffee in between. I've got one that was an ale brewed with spices, herbs, <laughs> sure. and figs. The thing is, they're all nine. That oh, this is eleven. <laughs> this one's seven point six. We, we, it's not that we went with the Belgian styles. Like, let's go find something that's trying to be a creek or trying to be a lambic. Because you could have gone wit. out and gotten the Sam Adams, yeah, uh, uh, cranberry lambic. Um, these are definitely the large <laughs> Trappist style beers that right. are coming out of Belgium. The, the, Not the, out of the doubles, the triples, the quadruples. No, but trying to emulate them. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you went, you went hardcore. Which is no, I have no problem with it. Okay, <laughs> it nothing. If not. Go big or go home. <laughs> it's like, but I'm. There are other. I mean, especially after the fruit beer show last week, a lot of those, like, uh, definitely the Nuglaris is definitely it's a modeled bel- on the Belgian uh, red. fruit, the Belgian like fruit reds, as opposed to the more lambic. Um, Bread-based beers, right? So. Which are sour and funky which are lovely, yeah. and and we love like uh, odd goos and stuff like that. But are there any? I was about to ask: Are there any American um, breweries that are actually doing that style, the like the goos style, with uh, all the Vinny. like crazy? Yeah, Vinny's. I think only Vinny. Yeah, at Russian River. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was uh, watermelon funk. Yeah, but that yeah, was that, was <laughs> that, was that like, wasn't really a production beer. You can't go out. <laughs> I mean, however rare Russian River is, and it's going to become a lot less rare, uh-huh. uh, nothing is as rare as Watermelon Funk. <laughs> Actually, we have, our our name is on one of the, the cans oh. remaining. Well, uh, you should enjoy that yourself. Like in Sharpie on the side? Yeah, it like says this Foster is for John. Okay. Nice. Foster. <laughs> John Foster. No, just as John Foster Kane, how are you? It might even say Foster's on it. I don't know, which is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. That's some hilarity right there. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like I do. it. I'm not sure how much of this I can drink. Uh, yeah, it's, still a, be it's awake. a little much to take, but it's good. 
like you need to share this with at least you know three friends. No, this is um, this is a seven fifty, right? Yeah. Well, most yeah. of the ten plus beers, like you're. Either there, that's what you're having for your meal, or you're supposed to have it. There are some that are this. more like easy drinking than others. I find like most of the most of the Russian River ones, I could I could sit and drink the whole thing. If well, I these are this is much more and I have <laughs> this is much more malty and heavier than I mean. This is you like can get dessert. like if you got something like a Saint Bernardus App Twelve mm-hmm. uh, style of which. Not sure they. What would be the closest to that like? Because this is more like a more than the style of like the the Rochefort Trappist beers, where yeah. it's more. This is more definitely heavy on the malt, heavy on the flavor. You know what this like would be very good with? Ready and dark. You could make like a a beer float with this if you had like some cinnamon ice cream or like butterscotch mm. ice cream. That would be awesome. Takes me all the way back to college when I would be at Toskies and make float. myself a Guinness float. With Guinness ice cream. Oh, yeah. Yum. Guinness ice cream? Yeah. yeah. Ta- Toscanini's, Toscanini's in Central Square in Cambridge. Uh, so now you've identified where. About I went to college. This, uh, it was in the Boston area, everybody. Um, oh, I was thinking Cambridge, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or England. No, definitely Cambridge, Ma. Um, Ye oldie. They, uh, they, made, they made Guinness ice cream, and then the one time I had Bass ice cream there that was actually really tasty. But the Guinness ice cream was... Definitely went. I mean, this is definitely. I mean, this beer we're having now, the lost. It's like these beers could definitely stand up to having ice cream in it. Uh, sacrilege, though that may be. Right? No, yes. never a sacrilege. It's and the same thing. It's like uh, like my father always says. Uh, the Baron Rothschild said was uh, with I think Charles Corralt or Charlie Rose was interviewing him like about fifteen years ago, and they were at his estate in France, and he's having he's having uh, a steak. And he's having white wine with it. And the guy says, really? You're having a steak with white wine? And he's like, if it's what you enjoy, this is what you should have. Traditions, <laughs> like traditions are like, if it's what you like, then you have it. And like my, as my father always said, if the Baron Rothschild can do it, then who am I to disagree? <laughs> it's not what tastes good. No, it, it's, uh, it, it's not tradition. It's what's good. It, it's... Uh, Never mind. <laughs> that was a great story, Motor. I've I've tapped Motor's brain. I I, Is that I, I should have a doctor's note for today. <laughs> <laughs> After last night with the cupcakes, too many cupcakes. <laughs> I think we're going to go to the uh, the North Coast Brewing Company and go with uh, Brother Thelonious next. Ooh. Beautiful Fort Bragg, California. They're working on, uh, there used to be a gigantic lumber mill there, and the lumber mill occupies all these bluffs that overlook the Pacific Ocean. It's also riddled with toxins. And so uh, they're looking at at creating sort of an international environmental remediation park there, where part of it would be using all these like mushrooms that eat toxins and just produce mushrooms um, as part of the plan to remediate the the site where the lumber mill or the yeah where the lumber mill was but um is there any water I can get you some I think I think water would probably help us <laughs> um, seven like even split four ways uh, seven of these beers will kind of 
Yeah, be a little detrimental to to our health. So continue about the remediation part. Uh, No, beautiful North Coast Brewery up in Fort Bragg, just north of Mendocino, uh, the Mm. quaint, picturesque town. Uh, North Coast is where the skunk train ends up, an old steam train that Mm. travels about, it's probably a three or four hour ride from Willits, which is on the main road, out to the coast (laughs) on Highway 1. With a name Mm. like Willits. Willits. It's really happening. The first traffic light on 101. Really? When you drive north. Interesting. Because you can you can go through Hopland without stopping. <coughs> well, it's just big time enough that they have traffic lights. Ooh, I've, big I time. haven't driven on one hundred and one going north. Now, road trip. I've done the I've yeah, done should, totally quote do unquote the five all mm-hmm. the way from the south to the north uh, a couple times. Well, my birthday on Caltrain, you guys met my friend Mark. Mark. Yes. Uh, Thank you, sir. He and his special lady friend are uh, road tripping to OBF. And spending about a week to get up there. We were considering doing that, <laughs> but we have uh, uh, my lovely brother-in-law is is marrying his beautiful bride in a month. Three weeks, a month. In August, and oh, so, so there we, are we actually have to, we're road, we're road tripping to down to San Diego. Okay. So with the price of gas, we will be is. stopping at both Stone and uh, and Pizza Port in um, in Del Mar. Was always my favorite. In case anyone was worried, no Solano Beach. Solano Beach, yeah. Oh, I like and that one. It's right by the train station. That's yeah. the only one I've been to. And we're and we're going to go to Tornado, San Diego as well. Tornado, San Diego, woo! It's fun time. We've actually, yes. we. I've made a thing. I've been to the Map Room, and we in the last, I think, three weeks, we've been to Spite and Dival in Brooklyn, and which was amazing. Anyone who's out in, you know, if you love beer and you're in the Brooklyn. Manhattan. If you're, in, if you're in the tri-state area. In the tri-state area. <laughs> and you haven't Guess heard of or been to Spit and Devil. I say Spit and Devil, but it's it's spelled quite creatively. It's Dutch and it's supposed it's like Dutch. Spite and Devil. It's amazing. Send, send all the hate mail go. to my wife. Actually, you know, like Dutch haters. <laughs> one of the most amazing lists of Belgian beers I have ever seen stateside. Mm-hmm. Did you guys nice. go to DBA? No. Maybe. What's DBA? DBA is around the corner from where uh, uh, the it's uh, Soho. It's around the corner from uh, CBG. CBG. Oh no, we didn't go down there. We we uh, rest in south peace. of house. We um, we didn't actually. We only had so much limited time in Manhattan right. before we went to the before we went to the beach. Okay, and so we were with like actually my in laws, and we went to Spite Dival. And <laughs> well, that was kind of by accident. <laughs> Just they uh, didn't have anything else to do. It's it means the devil's spout. The devil's, the devil's spout. spout. It's uh, named after. Uh, do you think Jack Black could write a song about that? Oh, and then the devil showed his spout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting you off now, Mom. <laughs> so, yeah. so I need to finish my water. Has gone Getting back to the um, the North Coast brother Thelonious here. Duffy. Uh, one of my favorite uh, wit beers is from North Coast. It's called the the Great White. Mm. Has yes. a picture of a shark on it. That's not, I thought we, that's no, that's Coast. that's Lost Coast. Isn't that? Isn't that oh no, Lost this Coast. is North Coast. I'm yeah, sorry. Lost Coast is is Eureka. It's strange <laughs> because they both have about the same name, and you have to keep them straight. Yeah, they both have about the same. Uh, these guys are Red yeah. Steel. Uh, Red yeah. Steel. This is Red Steel. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrim, uh, Scrimshaw, Scrimshaw Pilsner that I really like. I have not seen that in a long time. Like anywhere, they don't seem. It doesn't seem to be on tap. Scrimshaw. Yeah, the Scrimshaw. And this stuff usually, I'm used to seeing American it in, in, the, in a 750, right? The Brother Thelonious. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Where'd you find that little? This baby is one? this is from beer school, uh, from the city, city beer. beer. Yeah, from you the can city. tell by the label. Why? 
Uh, the, that's that's their price oh, the, tag. The, the that's price the way tag. that they put the price yeah, tag. They, yeah. they, they, you know, it was a long drugstore going out of business sale, so they bought the couple of pricing guns. They go seriously. Hmm. Named after Thelonious Monk. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's smelling their beer. Hmm. There's a lot of malt in this beer. Hmm. It's less characterful. Has less character, I think, than after I, the other two that we yeah. just had. It's much more fleeting on the tongue. There's less. Yeah. There's The, the mouthfeel is much more like. Um, Fizzy. Yeah, like champagne It's much. Yeah. That's I like this idea. one better than the other two because I'm not <coughs> the biggest fan of huge, heavy, multi things. And so this is the same nice. idea, yeah. but not with, you know, 75 pounds of grain per ounce. <laughs> yeah, the other, one, the other ones are definitely grain, grain heavy more in the, uh, it's in a the lot, fast style. It's a lot well, more acidic. This is more of just a regular so old yeah, ale. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to f- say that the first two that we mm. had should be. Uh, Kept for a while. Mm-hmm. Lay them down. Mm-hmm. Lay, get them old. And uh, this, the Brother Flonius. Is drink it now. Just drink it now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. And it might get better with age, but probably not. The The color is, it's uh, very coppery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones were much darker than this. It's a good, it tastes like a good, I don't know how expensive it is. It might be really expensive, but it's not, it's it's a good, um, like, barbecue beer, I think. I mean, like, I can, I can it's, see, like... It's not cheap, but Barbecue it's... chicken. Yeah, which is why I'm like, <laughs> if it's expensive, maybe not. It's, it's not... <laughs> like, it's... I mean, again, I mean, getting Belgian beers is hard enough. Because it's a little you can sweet. Find it, then, and yeah, a little spicy, so it, it, like, it would, it would, like... It would complement, like, a spicy barbecue sauce, but it's got the nice acid to kind of cut through the... Uh, True. Cut yep. through the sugar and the fat. I'm all about the food, dude. The food, dude. I could be, I could, I, food? I could be your your beer pairings, bitch. <laughs> don't 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 call my wife that. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't call. I love that you directed at her. <laughs> That's my wife. You're talking about. What don't about insult her? Biatch. Biatch. Or maybe your beer Biatch. pairings, wench. How's that? Uh, wench. Better. Wench is much more um, old timey. Yeah. <laughs> Busty and beer bringing. Uh, that's what I see when I see wench. Well, I got half. <laughs> bring me a beer. I didn't actually bring the beer to the table this time. <laughs> I wonder. I believe North Coast will be uh, North Coast will be up at Portland. I wonder if this is what they'll be pouring because they have poured Old Rasputin before. Yeah, they were last year. Even was Old Rasputin, which and that's is what not you, like. That's what you want when it's like eighty nine degrees outside in the sun. Oh right, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, know. the reason why we go I don't over, know. This would be any better at eighty nine degrees I'm, in the I'm sun. I'm joking. No, but know? the reason why we. Uh, well, we didn't go to OBF like after pretty much because you were like you have to go to OBF. We actually uh, we met Motor at uh, at Oktoberfest, which is a story you've all heard if you listen, <laughs> if you listen to the City Beer Show. Uh, but after that, you said the next year you should come to OBF because it's also my birthday, yeah. and we didn't because we went with our friends who we saw yesterday to a Calypso Fest at Curtis of the Curtis Winery down south. And it was great the first year because it was only like 95 degrees. And at 95 <laughs> degrees, having white wine and a rosé is great. The next two years, it was 110 and pork. plus. Don't uh-huh. pork. So when you, it's 110 plus and you're having pork, 
uh-huh. in, and the middle, in the middle of the San Ynez Valley with Cabernet oh. Sauvignon. <laughs> and you get back to your car and like you're burning. It it and you can't go out in the sun and there's not there's no it's outside, so there's no AC. We said, How about next year we go to OBF? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because Portland never gets that hot. It's never it it's never work. a fry uh sizzle. It did year like last was it last oh, year most or two of the years time. ago? It was most kind of years. Yeah, but it wasn't one ten. Four years ago it was hundred and fifteen. Oh Jesus. <clears throat> well that oh was still beer like, versus bread wine. Well yeah, there's a big difference. A big difference. It depends <laughs> though. When you go like they they tend to have everyone brings their heavy hitter like IPAs and their barley wines and I'm like, I do not drink barley wine in hundred and ten degrees. I'm sorry. Like I can't. I don't really I like can't drinking barley it. wine in eighty. I'm gonna like I, pass out. I don't like drinking yeah. it in the dark in February. Well, <laughs> yeah, but we do that every year. Yeah. If different. you turn on the lights, is it okay then? Yeah. No. Okay. Even in the back room, she won't let you turn on washers. the lights. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trumer will be up at OBF this year. I'm excited oh, about what that. Are they for oh, yeah. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm Hey, so if, mean, if you only if you only got that, one thing and it's awesome, you can just do that one thing. Does that mean that one of the other breweries has dropped off the roster? Yeah, or I, they, I was. I thought uh, there was a hard limit on how many. There is, yeah, seventy two taps ish. Yeah, not ish. I thought it was seventy two always. Yeah, but so if somebody new is there who dropped out. It happens. Huh. We're all looking at John like he might know. Some well, I know. Uh, 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 Wonders not going. Uh, well, <laughs> like surprise. they went. Like, were they even open last year at this time? I've, I've had many conversations about how we, like, somebody out there should actually fix Wonder. Floating because it's hypo- a great hypotheses. place. It's a really it's it's a gigantic brewery. It's a great place, and it it's does get location. the foot traffic it needs. Yeah, but it they is just are too doing it darn wrong. big. We talked about to start from we talked start about from scratch. Oh, but uh, no. The, how do you compete with the Mucky Duck? <laughs> no, the way that you compete with the mucky duck is that you make half of it into a speakeasy. Yeah, and yeah, don't or shamrock eating burgers yeah. or Yancey's. Yeah. No, if or, you made it, if you if you just made it into like a bar and just sort of like sucked it up, uh-huh. it would be. I think it would be a lot yeah. better. So well, you and, had and steal Rosamund. Just uh, yeah, right. Just, I was... just do sausages and and yeah, like keep and, the keep the kitchen simple. And like, actually, use that brewing capacity to like do something interesting. The other know? Trappist uh, of the three Trappist places that opened here, uh, um, uh, the the Trappist in Oakland, right? Definitely is. Well, we have food. Same thing with City Beer. City Beer is like, well, we have sausage and cheese. But if you had it so the sausage was cooked as opposed to just yeah. raw, it would be just so much better. It's, it's a shame because you go because I've spent so sorry I've spent so much time around Ninth and Irving. Uh, in my time living in San Francisco, and it's like hanging out. There at needs to be a popcorn. <laughs> we always go to the Shamrock because it's kind of a <laughs> because it's kind of a because like, we they had a really have nice um, backgammon there. boards built into tables there. I mean, like <clears throat> what better way to spend a rainy afternoon? And they have and they have some some tasty beers there. It's and like they a, have popcorn. They they do and they have Scrabble <laughs> and they have backgammon. Yeah. And when when the we went to Wonder like, six months ago, yeah. And they had like eight different styles of beer, and they were all over the place. And you were just kind of like, "Well, give me your sampler." And they were like, there are lots of brew pubs around where you can tell that they only have one yeast strain. It's that ten twenty five, and they have like the one kind of malt that they do. And they're just trying to. It's like, well, we don't have that much money, so we're going to cheap it out. And it's not worth it. And between that and having a restaurant and trying to keep a brew pub open, you have to have something. And around that area, you can't really keep it going. It's like a for for those of you who aren't from San Francisco, it's near <laughs> it's near Golden Gate Park, and it's 
it gets some foot traffic. It's on kind of... It's on the streetcar. It's on the streetcar, but it's not really... It, it's not like you're in downtown. It's not like you're in Union Square or Times Square or, or near Faneuil Market or near the Loop. You're kind of like a little bit further out, and you really need something that draws people in. And you're like, well, I'm going to go there for X. Right. And, there, and there's no X there. Well, there never has been. Not in any incarnation. <clears throat> right. Well, there's the sushi place. There's the mucky duck. There's the park no, no, no. chow. We're no, no, no. I'm like talking about the, like there's no there's no hook to get you into oh, for Aldo that slash wonder. Right, right. In particular. Right. Slash Golden Gate Park Brewing. <clears throat> the original incantation. Is that right. what it was? But that's, it was Golden Gate. It opened as Golden, Golden Gate, Gate Park and then Brewing. Elko? Then it became Eldo's. Eldo. And then whatever. it became Wonder Brewing. And now it's uh, back to big empty space. Now it's vacant. Wonder Brewing would have it, and also the food there was like kind of weird. The people that the, the host guy looked a little creepy. Yeah, not to insult you, but you, you need to <laughs> dude. If you're listening to if this, listening. shave off that mustache. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> it's not doing you any favors. So the other thought though that that you had that um, Stephen had about it was like maybe do something along the lines of the Alembic because they have that giant mirrored bar in there. Yeah. Like you could have a full bar if you just you know made it. Made it interesting, artisan, high quality. Like it's a giant <clears throat> bar space. There's plenty of room back there for all the ingredients. If you wanted to go, like, like new, like new trend cocktails that are like all you know about like mixologists and whatever. And then use the brewing space and do like two beers well. Don't do eight beers like crap. I mean, like that's you know like <laughs> for, it's for, not hard, son. For those of you who are not from San Francisco, <laughs> Alembic is uh, a bar opened by the man who owns. Uh, Magnolia Brewing. Uh, he's been on the show. He's been on the show. Dave's been, Dave. on, the show. Dave's been on the show. And we, we did the uh, Brewing a Sustainable Brewing. Oh, and so yeah. you probably talked about Lemic then? Yeah. So long-time viewers of the show will know where it is, but they make a Pisco Sour Peru style, and mm. although I prefer the Chilean style. Peru, um, that means they rim the glass with cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell. <laughs> and, uh, and it's definitely, I, I consider it more of a whiskey bar that has some sort of like speakeasy-like cocktails. Best yeah. bourbon they, menu. Best bourbon menu in the city it's if you're a bourbon person you got to check it out and and the scotch whiskey selection is is pretty unsurpassed not in, in the in the city uh tequila not so much <laughs> we got we have four other tequila places you should go to <laughs> right <laughs> um but uh they also have food there but it's more it's more of a noshy thing and not really what they're not like sort of the straight intent and it's like when you go to a place and you're like you want them to succeed because it's the place you want to hang out at. It's really unfortunate to see them being like, well, this isn't going to last. <laughs> That's not the problem with Alembic. <laughs> no, the problem with Alembic is Saturday nights. <laughs> do, they still, do they still have the cheese, the cheese uh, steak sliders? Uh, last mm. time I saw they did. Okay. Oh. Is yeah. this regular or is this batch 23? This is batch 38. Okay. What happened to the top? Three. No, the other so, no, she needs to make the chair. I need to make the chair. It's the thing. My my wife has to make uh, champagne uh, cages into chairs. Very cool. Oh, so cute. I so, already made one. So this is... Um, <laughs> that was pretty stream of consciousness. Let's pop the stack all the way back to the Belgian beers that we're trying we to drink that are have. not from Belgium. Probably should have started with this beer. Yeah. Uh, this is Damnation from Russian River. Are you going to tell them about the damn chicken? Later, Batch number thirty. Uh, you can tell them about. I think I mentioned the damn chicken. Okay, we'll was talk. that on the radio or no. was that just off? That was off the radio. Was off. We'll talk okay. about it. So, uh, 
this is Russian River. This is a beer that you can actually sort of find all all around from your. Um, where's Where's he distributing it? Is he distributing it like to the east or? Well, at, with the new brewery. Yeah. The thing the thing is, is this is all of this is all around California, but it sneaks out to other places. So you can find it in your in your better uh, select selected. Excuse me, beer stores. Yo, I actually you, saw it in Spite and Dival. You could you could actually get this in New York, and yeah. they didn't have it in Boston at uh, Sunset. But if you go to, you I believe the URL is RussianRiverBrewing.com, yes. they have a list of at least the distributors, so you know if it's making it to your area on the website. There you go. You've got and, a lot. You got a lot of floaties. Do we all have a lot of floaties? I don't. I have a ton of floaties. I have a couple of floaties. No, I'm, so this I'm, is this is an unfiltered Belgian <laughs> beer. You've got a ton of floaties there. <laughs> I do. Well, I think mine's okay, worse actually. Yeah. The, yeah. I actually need to wait for it Did to I settle. Did I pour too drinking. vigorously? Vigorously. Vim and <laughs> Yeah, this damnation is one beer that can definitely. It's weird because they serve it on tap. Yep. Yeah. At Zeitgeist, right? And a tornado. And tornado. <laughs> well, I, I, they almost always have it at Zeitgeist, and you look at it, and it's like this doesn't this this is the kind of beer that you want to age in a bottle for a year before you drink it, right? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> or drink it and get in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience, since we live, since we live very close not a to Zeitgeist, that's uh, get on your little. What do they call them? The the bikes with no brakes. Or the uh, bike. Fixed, fixed wheel. wheel. Fixed wheel. wheel. I was thinking free wheel. No, it's not free wheel. Yeah, fixed wheel, you know. Hey, when you live in Hipster Central, you have to know about these things. And, no, I don't. and when you bike on uh, Market Street you, all the dude. time, you like live in I Russian do. Hill. We live in Hayes Valley. <laughs> when you bike on Market Street like all the time, like I do, you you get used to knowing who's gonna not be able to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike in Columbus, where I had the nasty spill a couple weeks ago. It's, uh, nice free wheel bikes. Mm. Share the road. That's all I'm saying, everyone. Share the road. Seriously. Yeah, and if you want the whole road, then don't be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem on Market Street uh, in San Francisco is that you see all the people that are really aggro bikers. Yeah. Doing the breaking all the laws because it's like you need to like. Yes, I understand that the cars treat us all like crap, but. For God's sakes, stay in the damn bike lane. Because <laughs> when you don't go out of the bike lane, you're going to run into somebody, and I'm going to be the one having to, like, you know, swerve around like the next damn armored car. Stop it. <laughs> exactly. Stop it. Well, and, uh, what was I going to say? Market Street is great because it's got all the all the bonus uh, uh, stuff in the street, too. You've got the rails. Mm-hmm. You've got the grates for the subway vents. Right. Yeah. And you've got the big steel plates once in a while. Mm-hmm. I I love biking on Market Street. It's like a it's like a it's like it's like biking in New York City. It's like, <laughs> it's a, like live Mario Kart, kind of. <laughs> it, and and because it's quicker than taking Muni most of the time, especially lately, because um, mm-hmm. Muni has been filled with suck. Uh, it's I it's love that website. What Muni is filled with suck? No suck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 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 great, and for you going to work must be great because it's downhill the whole way at a very gentle grade. Uh, it's mostly the wind that's actually kind of annoying, oh. which is why, like, when you're coming back, the, it's it's only like a fifty foot elevation change. The yeah. problem is that you're in a city, uh-huh. and with the grids the way it is, it's a wind tunnel. 
you you just twenty five. It's twenty mile an hour winds in your face for two <laughs> miles, and it's like it's okay. But as soon as you get home, it's like well, maybe I should stop a tornado. Maybe I should stop a city beer. It makes it so that the whole biking is exercise. <laughs> if thing you're biking so fast, you miss your house and end up the hill in tornado. Maybe you should stop there on the way home. <laughs> exactly. Three blocks from my house. So no, I, I mean, when you go to like ratebeer.com and you look at like all like the beer, like the best beer places yeah. to drink in the world, I have been trying to knock them off. So. <laughs> and Tornado is definitely in the top five. Love that place. Although there was a beer magazine that put Tornado at like 38 of the best places to drink beer. Really? Yeah, in the world. Well, it was like Max. Didn't they have like Vesuvius? Like yeah. up higher? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Like I, I, the places that I enjoy drinking beer are like on that list. I enjoy drinking at Russian River. I enjoy the Zeitgeist more than Lucky 13. Tornado is awesome on the East Coast. I'm a really big fan of the bar in my dorm. <laughs> the <laughs> bar in my dorm. <laughs> well, it's actually it's not a it's not wasn't in my dorm. It was in the graduate school. And okay. although the graduate school is not closing, and they're moving over. it, and they're moving it, and that was a great place. And so it's like you you want to go to the, the the place that makes it the the places that I want to drink beer. It's not just the beer selection. It's not just the patrons. Um, it's that. The point is, you're here to enjoy beers you don't usually enjoy. Mm-hmm. Although, Motor, you wouldn't know because you always have Radeberger. But, <laughs> yeah, but as a concept, when you I go... I have sometimes. <laughs> and maybe some Blind Pig. <laughs> when, you go, when you go to Tornado, when you go to Spite and Dival, when you go to Sunset Grill and Tap, when you go to the Map Room, when you go to the Horse Brass in Portland, which I will be going to in a week, um, what you... You're going there to have the beers to try different styles. It's like, well, they have a chocolate cherry stout. Let's try it. Oh, the wife loves it. She's fallen completely in love with it. She divorced me and married the chocolate cherry stout. <laughs> That's kind of like the... I think, I think <laughs> the... Go back know, again you know how, and again. You know how unlucky a match that is? <laughs> Eventually the beer will be gone. Uh, and you'll have to marry another I'm one. Not, I'm, I'm, not actually, I'm not actually going to leave him for a beer. I just will get very upset if we don't go. Yeah, the quote last week... Uh, one of our guests said, I'll go home with anybody who gives me a bottle of this beer. Did it work? Wasn't it Melissa's? Uh, it was Melissa. Melissa's partner? It, it, no, Melissa it was Melissa. Said. Melissa's like, and it was uh, new, It was one of the two new glasses. I'll go home yeah. with anybody who gives me a bottle of this stuff. Cats are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to convince a friend of ours during a road trip. We should, we should totally talk to him and make sure that he gets a case or two of that stuff. But when it comes to like the, like when you go to say Tornado or... Or, or any of the places that I mentioned, you go, they, they have bottled beers that are not on tap. Even if all they have on tap is like five or six beers, um, they'll the have a set of bottles that you can drink there that will be stuff you've never had before. Right. And so if you've never had Rochefort 10 or you've never had St. Bernard's App 12, you should have it. And you may not like it, and you may not like Creek, you may not like Goose, you may not like any of it, but you should at least try it because at some point you're going to sit there and you're going to have the Eisenbahn Lust. And drink it and be like, this is the best beer I've had in like six months. Uh And I'm not saying you shouldn't go back and have a regular that you have all the time, but damnation for a lot of my friends is the beer that they go back to as the, no matter what else is, no matter what else is on tap, (laughs) this stuff is always going to be awesome. Although, because it's re-fermented in the bottle, it's very different on tap versus the bottle. And in sacrilege form if it's not been aged for a long time I'm a much bigger fan of it on tap yeah oh yeah oh, no, it's down for like two years it's much better in the bottle that's why the batch 23 was so awesome but 
Yeah. Well, where are we going to get a bottle of Batch 23? It's gone now. (laughs) We drank ours. Hey, I bet that guy has it. That guy. That guy. That guy. That guy. guy. All we have to do is distract Jesse and go, I'm sure there's one in the cooler. There's one in the cooler. Go like go like send a nice missive to Vinny being like, So I'm getting married in two months. Can you give us a hold? <laughs> that, sorry, that's what we tried for our wedding. It didn't work really well. Yeah, we, we didn't get any special dispensation from Russian River. We did from Magnolia, and thank you very much, Dave. <laughs> and thank you very, very much, Ben, and congratulations. <laughs> exactly. So on the side of this cork, um, the, from the Russian River beer. The damnation. It has a X through a pint glass and a tulip glass next to it. As if you know you're going to read the instructions on the on. Well, the if you haven't drunk the it bottle also, yet, you might actually be coherent enough to notice. Does it also have it on the bottle? It does. Yeah, it it, does. it has it on all of their uh, all the all of the Belgian. The tulip styles. has a has the 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 trident slash pitchfork that is the Russian River. Oh, no, that's true. Sort of like thing, and it has the three. Um, it has it says age in a cool dark place batch zero three uh, three eight and it has three hourglasses. The problem that I find with this metric is it doesn't tell you what that means. That's yeah, true. It could three, be your hourglass for three minute eggs. I assumed it, <laughs> I assumed it meant years, but anybody know three months? Months? <clears throat> Chill for three hours. Chill for three hours. That's what that means. Chill for three oh, hours. Oh, like each hourglass, because it's an hourglass, get it? Oh. Each hourglass is an hour. Hour. Enjoy over three hours. That's what it means. So I have a uh, bottle no, of Allagash so Curio, uh-huh. uh, which we'll be enjoying later, uh, in my fridge, aging, uh, along with, um, I have some Eisenbahn and a couple others that I have aging in my wine fridge that's way, way too cold. It's, it's like my, it's like my uh, oldest my oldest bottle of uh Anchor Holiday now I think is 25 years old. Wow. And we broke in when, when, two years ago. <coughs> uh, what's what's going to be the occasion? I, I never come up with it. I, I just never come up with I it. I know what occasion. <laughs> that beer. You, no, that's, that beer is going to be 35 years old when that happens. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> a bunch of us picked it up in the late 80s, and they were selling like four-year verticals. Hmm. And I'm the last one with the uh, with parts of the four year <laughs> vertical. And two years ago, we opened up another one of my friend's verticals, and almost all of them were good. There's and we did probably ten years worth. Wow! And only one bottle was effed up. It's impressive. No, we we have some. Actually, getting married means that a lot of people gave us some nice wine, and so we have some also, Chateau de Cam that is waiting for us. Yeah. I'm not sure what occasion it's going to be. but One that has lots of foie gras, if, if, uh, oh. if the player card's right. Um, so one of the things about... <clears throat> if you're in Montreal, go to the stack back to the, the topic du jour. We're, we're drinking Damnation right now. We haven't actually talked about it at I all. was thinking the exact same thing. So, oh, she has a story. Well, everyone, so. everyone at home was going, damn them. They've had four beers already that I can't get. You can get you Damnation. Can get I know, no, no, no. They're just going, damn it. So the, just before we get into the story, oh, it's not, not, go find it's your show. go find beers that are made in your region and mail them to us. No, no, <laughs> no and enjoy them because the thing is, is that California sort of attracts all these different things, and we we got we got the stuff from from City Beer, which is, makes a point to collect the these different beers to have for sale. 
But this is, you know, if you're in San Diego, you probably will have a different kind of different mm-hmm. selection. If you're on the East Coast, you'll have a different Completely selection. Completely different selection. Yeah. And the styles will still exist. You'll be able to find all that kind of thing. It's just that you probably won't find Damnation. The nice thing is San Francisco is known for its alcoholism. And so almost every new booze and beer that shows up will show up here. You can find it here. Will yeah. show up here first. And, 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 and with the laws liberalizing about uh, the importation and export of, of beer after the – did you do a show on the uh, on that? Yeah. the uh, I'm sure you did. Like the, a lot of the beers that are made that I grew up with that you can't find out here – Saranac, for example. Well, that's my that's my hometown beer, but there are also some great beers made by a bunch of people in Ithaca, uh, Watkins Glen, and uh, Cooperstown. Like all around the Finger Lakes, they have really really good waters. So they can make really really good beer, mm-hmm. and a varying styles. And although the um, the Omegong slash Hennepin stuff you can get pretty much everywhere, I think that there's a lot of beers that I would love to have again that you can't get out here. And so wherever you are, try and find beer that's local, that's in a style that you like. And go to your local pub, and they'll have something that's not Coors and Miller. Exactly. All right, story time. Story time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so as, as you may have heard, Stephen and I got married about, what was that, like eight We all months had pretty ago? parasols. Ago. Yes, par- there were parasols, among well, many other things. We talked about that on the show, I think. What, getting married? Yes. About your wedding, oh, yeah. motor because motor was there. Motor, motor indeed was there. He should have brought you as his date, as it turns out. Um, and uh, we on the honeymoon, one of the uh, one of the yeah. places that we went. <laughs> yeah, let's just not go there. Um, one of the places that we went was Brussels, um, and we had all this amazing food that was cuisine de la bière the 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 belgian style uh, food that has beer as a component in it in some way or another. So there's lots of stews, lots of things with sauces. Um, I went to... The first time I actually experienced Cuisine de la Bière was actually in Portland uh, at a place called Higgins, which is completely amazing, and everybody should go there. It's got one of the best beer lists I've ever seen. And it was surprisingly, we found out about it because we were watching a show on Mojo, which is kind of like the, the Extra Manly Network. <laughs> it's like it's it's kind of like the Drunk Mail Network it. as yeah. opposed to Spike, which is the Angry Man Network. And although I'm not a really big fan of the the Beer Nut show, they went to Portland, and they went to the Horse Brass, and they went to Higgins. And although the guy that was the Brouvager at Higgins was a a tad off-putting, the food there looked excellent. So we went, and I had this trout with um, with... Uh, butter and raspberry lambic sauce that was like out of this world just amazing and everything everything there has a little bit of beer in it so that was my first exposure to it then while we were in belgium we went to a place called beer circus uh and they also practiced cuisine de la bière and they had we had Again, some of the most amazing food I have ever had, and I had this sauce that had. <laughs> Keep in mind, we were drunk off our ass. Yeah, so we were we were trying to drink one of everything that we had never had before, <laughs> which, really which in Belgium list. will take you a long time <laughs> and will get you really really wasted. That's right. Like you walk into the country and say yes, please. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> After like a month in like we were like two weeks in Germany and the Czech Republic, drinking our way through those places as well. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind and of amazing. And then sobering up enough to drive. <laughs> um, and so I had I had another I had another fish dish. It was like a whole trout, 
And it had a, a butter Lindemann, and Lindemann's butter sauce. No, no, no. That was that was Higgins. No, Higgins this one was. was um, this was another another Trappist uh, beer. It'll come to me. It was a Rochefort, I think, sauce. Anyway. So we came home from the honeymoon. We were like, "This cooking with beer thing is great. We should try it." Um, you know, like we'll put it in sauce. It'll be it'll be fabulous. You put enough fat with it, you can't go wrong. And so we were like, "Well, if you want, if you want like local Belgian beer, you go to Russian River. You get Russian River beer." So we were like, we were at Bevmo, I believe. No, we were at City Beer Store. We were at City Beer. We were not at Beverages and More. And we were like, okay, so we got to pick a beer. Um, and we had been thinking about making like a, a, a stewed chicken with a beer, with a beer-based gravy. Kind of like a water zooey. Yeah, but. exactly like that. And uh, and so we were like, should we get Temptation or Damnation? Should we get Tempting Chicken? Or damned chicken. <laughs> exactly. Chicken for the and, damned. Chicken <laughs> for the damned. And I believe part of the issue was that they only had damnation. Because we were like, tempted chicken could be good, but we, damn chicken would had, also be they good. They had damnation, they had sanctification. And the sanctification would not have made a good Sanctified. chicken. No. Oh, but I like that beer. <laughs> it's a great beer, but it would not, not have gone well with chicken. Nope. Nope. So um, in our in our enthusiasm for this beer cooking exper- experiment, we uh, we picked up a bottle of damnation. And we learned something really important when you're cooking with beer. If you can smell and taste the hops in the beer when you drink it, you should not cook with it. Uh, you shouldn't make a reduction out of it. No. <laughs> no. Don't no. do that. How it, bitter was your chicken? It was... Imagine imagine drinking <laughs> this better. beer. Imagine drinking the damnation, <sighs> but like everything amplified like 3x. Nice. Like it was really the the chicken itself was fine, but the sauce was like not quite edible. So it wasn't that bad. I'm going to say wouldn't do it again. One, this is why the classic American beers are so much fun to to uh, to, to cook, cook with. with because yeah. as you reduce huh. them, they become hoppy. They become. I don't think so. They become no. like they, the the no. flavor profiles are so much Just more interesting. W- let's save that one for another day. <laughs> um, the minus touch, yeah, that that'll destroy our palates. It's yeah. a great beer, but or that make it the end. Oh, let's have the. Can we have the yeah. fifteen next? Yeah, sweet. Not yeah, you can cook. I mean, like a classic beer chicken done on the grill. Yeah, you take a can of whatever. Yeah, uh, watermelon wheat. I think or IPA. Watermelon wheat could be good. <laughs> no, no, no IPA is not, not IPA, too no. too hoppy. Not IPA. Dude. Watermelon no. wheat is good. Watermelon wheat, um, totally. I did one with Pilsner Quill. Get like a get like <clears throat> a low and a, a low and brow. Yeah. boy. A boy. Get or like um like a Michelob. Do they make that in cans they though? Do. They only, okay, because you don't want to put you don't want to do this with a bottle. But what you do is like you take Michelob. the whole chicken. Uh, you open up your beer can, and you set it on the grill, and you take your whole chicken, and through the, the hole where the, all the giblets came out, where the head was, you turn it up on its end so its little legs are sticking up in the air. Like it's and a you puppet. just mash, put it down over the can, and the can will actually help it stand up. And then the can heats up as you're cooking, and it's, this is all completely safe, and it bastes, it, it steams the chicken on the inside with the, with the beer flavoring. Um, and you just you slap it on the grill, put the grill, put the lid over the grill, so you need a really tall grill lid. That's, that's one requirement. Or short chickens. Or short chickens. That's true. <laughs> you need about thirteen inches for your chicken. Yeah, chicken exactly. Is, chicken is the one kind of food. And you just where grill you the heck out of it. Something to it, like because you could uh, throw a little brown sugar in the beer can if you're uh, feeling. It's creative. like when you make cocoa vin. When you yes. make 
is the coco fan. It's a coco fan. The problem is, like, the coco fan is like the way that you take an old ass chicken and make it not taste like butt. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's so when you have something that's like a fresh roasting chicken that's like only been alive for twelve months. No, this is supposed to be like a four year old rooster that like has been around the block for a while, and right. you make it taste good. Like like a lot of that mileage gives it flavor. Yeah, and so when you have a regular chicken, it doesn't really taste like anything. And so when you put beer in the sauce, we were like, well, this, this will impart that certain something. Right. But damnation, unfortunately, was not the thing that we should have been using. My technical, my technical question is, how did you get the top off the beer can? What do you mean? Oh, you mean uh, oh, so you just open it up, right? You can pop it open, but if you have like, uh, if you have tin like snips. tin snips, okay, that's can... what I ended up resorting to. Yeah, no, but you don't want to take that. You don't want to take it off outside the rim. You just want to you want right. to have more a surface area open on the on yeah, the top. Yeah. Otherwise, it loses structural integrity. Yeah. Right. You you want the like the usually the, the rolled over rim. Usually, I just take the the uh, the the key and go. Oh, that see that works That'll too. Work too. You know, yeah. You don't need you don't need a lot a lot of holes. You just need some holes. Yeah. I mean, you want enough for the steam to get out, and you don't yeah. want it to, like, explode. So the beer that we've poured for... Uh, do you got some of this butter? Yes, Does everybody I do. have some? Is the, really is the uh, Avery Anniversary Ale it 15. Ooh, it it is ale like... brewed with spices, herbs, and figs. It smells like artichokes. A refreshingly tart, fruity, funky farmhouse ale brewed funky. with... Mission with black mission figs, hibiscus flowers, and white pepper. And it's fermented with 100% bread. Ooh, this is nice. Which is unique. Now, see, this is more like, so I asked earlier, is anyone doing like a good style, like a traditional 7.7. open fermentation? This is a lot closer yeah. to, to what the ones that I love from Belgium. It's, it's a little sour. It's, it's spicy. All bread. It's yeah. subtle. Yeah, definitely all bread. It's got a bit of pucker. And it's a little buttery on the finish. It is a little. If you don't know what you mean when we're saying bread, look it up on the internet. You're already there. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's it's really, gotten, it's really important about Belgian beers is to know the the Zachromyces versus the Brettomyces. It's like, it's really, it's more important. Like the, that that just the the taxonomy of yeast is extraordinarily important. Uh, more important than whether you add in like this fruit or that fruit right. when it comes to the overall character of the how the how the alcohol is created by which organism right. and what that imparts the flavor and the the character of the beer well the, mm-hmm. the wine people do not like bretomyces at all because mm-hmm. it it makes really crappy wine yeah it'll f up your wine <laughs> it does takes why Vinny is not allowed in any <laughs> Vinny cannot walk into any wine bar I heard he has to wear a collar and it beeps if he gets close to a winery <laughs> <laughs> he's a punk <laughs> I've only met him once. I bet you there was an environmental impact report done on his brewery. I bet. It was allowed, certainly the new one. Before it was allowed to go in. No, I don't think so. No, all, you do, all you have to do is deal with, uh, you're dealing with the uh, whoever runs the sewage department to make sure that you're either treating your water on site or not throwing the wrong thing down the right. sewer. No, no, I was making a joke about the wind. <laughs> yeah, the winery is downwind of the brewery. But you could get, like, really interesting yeast from the brewery, from the wineries, excuse me. Sure. And, and, and do some, some fun, fantastic stuff with that if you were making beer. I think that's how uh, a lot of the sort of like champagne riddled stuff they use champagne yeast. 
So uh, I know Eisenbahn Lust does that. Yeah. Sorry to keep harping on them, but I do enjoy it. So <laughs> I lust delicious. after trains as well. Especially, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Especially after going through Chile and having a multitude of unbelievably horrible beers. Having like a really good South American brewery is Is, is Chile the, the, or is it Peru where they have the bottle that's like stone walls it's textured like it's a stone wall I didn't see and it it's a way. dark it's a it's a dark lager definitely must be true in, in yep. Ch- chile has a large german and english population and there's one brewery called kunstmann which is not which it, <laughs> it it's sounds the only brewery, like it's, it would be good it's the only brewery where you drink the beer and you're like it's okay they make a thing called like torreboyo which i thought was actually an okay beer but every other beer i had down there was kind of like being in in spain and drinking cruz campo uh, to <laughs> me it was mule piss it I'm kinda, i would go with dirty sock <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was kind of like and it's what? brewed there it's Who? not imported there's no imports there well who's dirty soccer girls but dirty soccer my dirty sock because there's a big difference in it's desirable your dirty sock <laughs> get a rash on your tongue exactly hang out so th- this this beer is definitely um, delicious. It's it's surprisingly complex for something that's so light on the tongue. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Good way to describe that. So let's talk about Avery Brewing Company. Avery. What do we know about them? Well, Steve's mother is named Avery. Yes, yeah, so I got her. I so had a bottle of Avery that I got. My mother doesn't drink, and so uh, I had she had like a sip of some of the Avery beer because it was for her. Like, so, she probably giggled. Oh, oh, it went right to my they're, they're in Colorado, <laughs> if you've met right? my mother, then yes. <laughs> fine, fine tradition. <laughs> it's actually funny. Giggling. Uh, fine tradition of brewing out there in Colorado. Excellent water, right? Well, it's more like, like there are more. I thought there were more breweries in Colorado than in California. Is that still true? No, I don't think so. Not what, about, what about Oregon? Oregon's got a lot of breweries. It does. Now, I'd say California has more just because we have so well, many more people. Well, we're bigger. Yeah. Certainly, but I think certainly per capita, Colorado would be more. Oh, yeah. Um, it's because that's where they tap the Rockies. <laughs> for the past couple of years, we've been working with several strains of Brettanomyces. We found one and deemed it the best for its tart flavor and funky, fruity aroma. Tart. Adding bike mission figs for a subtle jammy aspect, which I did, did, I did know. <laughs> jammy aspect. Hibiscus flowers. For an herbal bouquet and hazy sunset hue, although it's not really sunset. This is a no. pretty, this looks is a pretty pilsnery looking beer. It looks about the same as the damnation. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, lighter than damnation. It's kind of no, 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 orangey. It's well, this is the bottom of the bottle of damnation. This is oh, oh okay. right. Well, oh, well. And it's got like a jellyfish in there. And yeah, <laughs> kind of scary. And white pepper for a bit of spicy twang. We've created fifteen. A unique drinking experience inspired by the wild farmhouse ales of Belgium. It's like like a saison. Yeah, saison. Uh, though immensely complex today, more flavors will emerge with time. That's definitely true. Uh, so throw a few bottles in your cellar for future celebrations. Which I would I would like. This is so, another one of the. Be- it's like you don't want to bring out like I have like only the bottle of like Allagash White and Allagash Curio that's mm-hmm. on that's 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 aging, and then one I think Temptation or Sanctification or something like. Some place, some damn thing. But, <laughs> when you have these, when you have these beers, you really age does make a big bit of difference. I mean, we don't want to be like like Logan the beer hunter, but as a concept, you want to. <laughs> again, I watched a lot of Mojo. Um, those of, those of you that got the joke, you got it. Is that when you take these beers and you age them for a couple of years? It's like it's like the same thing that when you're aging like a Cabernet. Like these, all these sort of like distinct flavors 
sort of mellow out into a not a more complex hue, but a more harmonious hue. Right. So, question, question for you boys, because you you may know this. What what? So this beer is very different from like the quads that we had earlier. That you know, you feel like with a quad, it's very like sugary. It's complex. It has strong flavors. You lay it down, it's going to mellow out. This one is a lot more. This is a lot lighter, a lot more acidic. There's a lot more spice that's detectable because there's less sugar and less alcohol. It's what, also only seven seven. What, like I said, less alcohol. Yeah. Um, what characteristic is it going to have if you lay it down for two years? Like, how is it going to change? Everybody's taking a every, sip. So I would say everything blends. For, mm-hmm. The flavors blend further together, and it gets it gets mellower. A lot mellower. Does the um, alcohol go up? Must. No. no. No? It could. It's filtered, right? So it won't go up. Is this filtered? I'm it gonna looks say, filtered. I'm gonna, yeah, it does look filtered. I'm going to say yeah, filtered. that um, that it'll, in two in the next two years, this will go through two changes. Uh, puberty? <laughs> One of them is that it'll get it'll, it'll get more sour. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's middle age. <laughs> and then it'll get a lot more sour. <laughs> it'll, get a lot, it'll get a lot more sour. And then <sighs> and then uh, after it goes through that phase, then it'll it won't be as sour. It'll it'll return to its original flavor, more like this. Have you had a really old like uh, saison? Yeah, like an aged saison. Well, I've never had like one, that? so I don't know. Yeah, the funk. The, the funk, funk went through the same the thing. The funk right? goes through the phases of the funk. Had a really like had a tough had a tough like puberty. Yeah, yeah. It, like they tasted it. Got angry. it. Everyone else was like it, talking like, about how shitty point. it was yeah. three months before. <laughs> yeah. No, it just got, tasted like butt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did. It tasted well. That's that's a period of time that they that uh, is when. I guess it's described as the beer is sick. Mm. Um, it's not quite right with itself. It's got, uh, you know, the 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 yeast is the yeast is trying to do its its job, and it's got to go do its job again. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So one of the things that I taste here that they talk about white pepper on the label. Yeah. It's not one of those things. that's like it's not it's not in the center of your tongue. You know, when you have the beer in your mouth. But after you've, sw- like, you know, maybe 30 seconds after you swallow, it's right in the back. Yeah. It's like, like, on the edges of your tongue. It's like, like if you had too much chips. Pepper. Well, we, too we much were, pepper on your chips. We were playing pepper. the game exactly. recently where you dab your finger in, and you touched a beer to different... Wow. You touched the beer to different parts of your tongue, uh-huh. and you understand where... Does that you mean know, you need to wash your hands, or, or what was the wow for? No. If you touch this beer to the tip of your tongue... It's like pepper uh, kettle chips. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing. The only there I've had a couple other pepper beers. There's one from um, uh, uh, what's it called? Brasserie Dieu uh, du Ciel. Ooh, sorry, I'm like whacking into things. Uh, up in Montreal, uh, there's a there's a microbrewery called Dieu uh, du Ciel, which is which means roughly God in Heaven. Um, and they have a beer called Route des Epices, which means the spice route. Um, and it's brewed with like a truckload of whole peppercorns. And you don't like when you t- when you drink it, it tastes like a fairly mellow amber. I mean, it's plenty of malt in it. Mm-hmm. And then like like five to ten seconds after you've swallowed, you have this like lingering like I've got a mouth full of pepper kind of taste and it's all like it's all it's all you know pepper and and because the spice in in pepper is is part the the reason the 
the substance that is spicy is an oil mm-hmm. in a peppercorn. It lingers. It, it's soluble in the alcohol, and so it lingers. It's not. There's no like grease in the beer, but like it gets that that spicy character, and it just sits there in your mouth. And for like a half an hour after you finish it, you still are tasting, tasting pepper. pepper. It's crazy. It's just it. It's absolutely Daisy. nuts. Yeah, with Daisy Peas. Um, so and it's it's kind of hard to find. I, we can get it here at City Beer Store. I don't they know. Just started carrying it in California. Okay, so but maybe on the East Coast. I don't know because they're closer to Montreal. There was I don't think I saw any when we were in New York or in Massachusetts. But if you are and you can find it, they have some. That that beer is awesome. As a couple others are as well. Big time uh, steak beer. Goes really well with like a big hunk of. But if you, if you go to Montreal, definitely that was one of the one of the. I mean, calling that a highlight is <laughs> there's so much foie gras. But, <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I didn't eat for a day. There was so much foie gras the previous day. Um, and then there's poutine. There's poutine. Like, there's a bunch of other stuff. But that uh, when it comes to you have to pick your battles. when you go to a microbrewery that's making 16 different styles of beer, and they're not they're they're more than a microbrewery. They're so they, they've scaled up to enough to make them, I think, like the one step above, like mm-hmm. brew pub. Um, and all of them that we had were good. That's uh, that the 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 guy that runs it is dedicated. And it's in, very impressive. One thing we this is a show about Belgians not brewed in Belgium, right? One thing we haven't talked about <clears throat> yet is um, Fendemont. Yeah. Uh, up in uh, also uh, in in Canada, yeah, as we like to call in it. Uh, where is it? Uh, it's in like. Not Chambly. It's like right outside of Montreal. Yeah, it's it's like right a hop in the Montreal. car and drive from Montreal. Um, so they would have been, been Expos fans if they were into baseball. <laughs> What's the hockey team? There's a whole thing with the Canadians. hockey. Team. Yeah, but there was the other team that was there before that got the boot. Um, uh, there was the Quebec Nordiques. Yeah, then. that uh, became I think the Colorado Avalanche. Ah, that's that so what happened. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we were there during uh, during the playoffs uh, when the Canadians were still in it. And they were playing the Bruins? I think. It was kind of crazy. It was nuts. You walked around. There are certain <laughs> neighborhoods that have a lot of bars and restaurants. And, like, on hockey night, there's just a mass of people outside of, like, outside of anywhere that has the game on. And they're all just... Drunk out of their heads. Drinking, drinking Molson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drinking Molson and wearing their Canadians jerseys. Well, it's like, I it grew up like, as a Canadians fan because of where I grew up. Like, you had to hate Buffalo teams. And I wasn't <laughs> a big fan of New York teams. And so it was either, like, rooting for the Maple Leafs, which... Please. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I grew up watching CKWS in Kingston, Ontario. Um, and so, like, they had both Montreal games and... Um, and, and and the Maple Leafs, and I was definitely a Montreal fan. So this, and so uh, I was like, yay, go the go Avery. Ahead. Like the more I drink it, the more I'm like, the more I love it. I'm like, I want it there, to have it again more? and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's filtered, so you can go right down to the bottom. <laughs> is, is it like cats? It's like cats. I want to have it again and again. So so Fantomon has. Uh, that means end of the world, and they have lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Modit, Modit, and what are the other ones? It's Modit Fundamal, and what's the other ones they have? There's they like have? four that are regularly at me. imported. I've never been to this brewery. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no but you no, had but it you at Tornado. You can oh. get it like oh, yeah. Tornado and Zeitgeist, and oh, yeah. what is this? Uh, it's, it's, it, it looks like Unibrew. They, they always have Lucky Thirteen. And you can get it everywhere on the East Coast. As the, well. There are like four of them, and they're all they the the brewery focuses. They only do Belgian style, 
Uh, well, that's and they all have, we can get here. They have like the full range. Yeah, that's true. I've never, we we actually have not been to the brewery. We just I just know that I know that they're they're Belgian style, and that that's at least what you get here in the U.S. because uh, they're Canadian. In case you missed that, so they're Canadian. And uh, <laughs> and Damn. it's really good. It's very representative, <laughs> and they've been around for a long time, a lot longer than most of the places in the U.S. that are now doing Belgian style, right. Uh, or were founded to do Belgian style. Fendemont has been around, you know. I think it's at least since before. The I'm totally. I've been saying Fendemont. It's actually Unibrew, and yeah. Fendemont is, is one, one of their, their beers. Of their I'm beers. sorry. So it's Unibrew. I apologize. Unibrew. <coughs> End of the world is just one of their beers. It's a really good beer, uh, though. Yeah, I, I enjoy it's good times. If you and that you should be know. able to, no matter where you are, if you go to a place that has. Uh, that has a, a reasonable beer selection, a variety of beers, you should be able to find that. Ask for Unibrew. Not Unibrow, Unibrew. Or Uniblab. Unibwhat? <laughs> the Jetsons. Oh. <laughs> Uniblab. I don't remember the Uniblab from that's the Jetsons. Before, that's, that's before your time. It was like the Flintstones, but they were in Jetsons. space. Yeah. I think with the same plot lines, too. We're the same we're, plot. Sorry. His boy when it comes to like Belgian beers, there are a lot of places that make it not in sort of like the the Flemish slash Walloon regions of the Netherlands slash Germany slash Belgium. There are other places making this kind of style. Are you opening up the Allagash next? Yes. Curiouser and curiouser. I uh, I heard that Budweiser does a really good American version of a Belgian beer called Stella. <laughs> <laughs> I again the the Pilsner style that you can the after having so many Pilsners all gash in in Eastern Europe it it became very clear to me why. Like the pills are like, dude. The Czech Republic is just barely Eastern Europe. <laughs> it's still BT dubs. Well, I mean, behind the behind the X Iron Curtain, it yeah. was the 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 Pilsners and the Hellas that I got um, in East Germany and the Czech Republic were phenomenal, and it was. I finally understood why Moto over here loves Rodeberger. <laughs> because I had Rodeberger in kind of its pure, unfiltered form, and yeah. it was one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. And I had the uh, the Czech Eggenberg beer, and it was that's probably the like my favorite beer ever. Which supplanting so Aventinus takes a lot of work because <laughs> that beer is my like possibly the fav- my my it's my favorite import in all likelihood. My I think my I. It's like, how, how do you have, like, when you have three children, which one is your favorite? The least ugly. <laughs> it's, it's the one in front it's, of it's you. Totally, it's totally completely different. <laughs> and so you can, you can do A-B tests with things of the same style, I'm but it's like, now. How, do you, how, do you, how do you compare, like, you know, uh, the, like, like uh, a, a down pillow to bacon? It's like they're totally different sports. It's like not really. I love bacon. And you can love the feel of a down pillow. It's it just they're different. Sneeze. They're just different. Bacon. They're different genres. Different or, sensations. All right. Well, yeah. Maybe different magistrates. Maybe the down. Would you rather have a down? Would, would you rather have a down pillow every day or bacon every day? I'd rather have a bacon down pillow every day. Every day. Down pillow every day. No <laughs> bacon every day. Bacon every day is tough. 
It is. I not. mean, that, that's a pork lot of. Pride, it's always. It's always. It's a lot of pork fat. Have I told you about my invention for the the, the bacon lice patty? <laughs> the what? <laughs> you would. It's a three. Imagine. Imagine taking bacon and making it into like threads. And then taking those threads and weaving them into a three-dimensional patty that has airspace in between, so it can all become crispy. Can I? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna. I was going to. I was gonna share <coughs> with our uh, our listeners what we're actually what we've just cracked open. Can I say something very important that Esmond said on the show in sure, a while? Go ahead. Hi, Michelle's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, and Gates Renovation is still looking How for qualified. Is, is, is that a long-time listener, first-time caller? <laughs> um, long-time listener, I can't. Are you ever going to have a call-in show? Eventually. Yeah. She's hey, we might be live. We might be live next Friday. We are live next are, Friday. Aren't you for? Yeah. Uh, I think we, yeah, we will be call? there. But I think <coughs> come on by three to four. Three to four, four on Friday is supposedly two, our two time Fridays. Show. But it, isn't it on TBN though? Yeah, yeah it's on the BN. Are you going to? Uh, so we can. I'm going to curse up a storm on that show. <laughs> are I'm they gonna, explicit? <laughs> oh yeah, they're explicit. I'm going to yeah. curse up a storm on that show just yeah. because. I said the S word before. That's okay. I've been trying to. That's okay. I've been trying to dial it back. But well, it's just we're trying to always be office compatible. So that if uh, somebody's listening in, in their in their listening lab, and somebody walks in, it's just a bunch of us to, <laughs> talking for no reason. Right. It's not a stream of profanity. Right. No. It's not the Howard Stern and and it's, misogyny, which uh, is also another uh, another. You know, one. I would misogyny? kick your asses if there was what? misogyny. Your show has misogyny. No, not our show. No, Howard. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's It's a show that I can't listen to during the day. While I'm Coffee? while I'm working, nor can I listen to it in headphones. You know, later on, it's got to be. You know, it, it must be ambient noise. It must be ambient noise <laughs> because depends on how long the show goes. The show goes forever. So yeah. this is it as is long that, as yours. No. Oh, they'll do no, three no, no, and a half no, hours no, live. Three, four hours live. Yeah, yeah. And well, if just you don't get last drunker, and it's just drunker, and it's a call-in show, so people are calling in to be. Drunk they have a of feature called. Yeah, they have a feature called Drunk of the Week. Oh, nice. <laughs> Actually, I called in and I was featured that. You know that what? It's an advantage you, you if you that. if it's taped on the on the West Coast because then uh, people people in New York have the opportunity to drink a lot earlier because they got up before we did. So you know what, what we have the beer in front of us right now. We are we are currently drinking Allagash. Curieux. Curious. Uh, how would you say that without an accent? Curio. 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 It's it's Thank you. it's C U R I U X. Wasn't yes. that an Alan Parsons song? Or who did that? Uh, it's an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels. Uh, and every every song. bottle <laughs> tells you when it was bottled um, and how many cases were bottled. Uh, what else can I say about this? This is one of the ones that we have actually laid down in our in mm-hmm. our uh, wine refrigerator. This will age really well. Anything that's been on wood already and is now in the bottle can go, which is every wine you've ever heard of. Well, okay, not every wine. There are a lot of white wines that are aged in stainless steel, but every red wine that you've ever had, anything that Most improves with them. age. Most of them. Yeah, they're really interesting when they're not. We, we did have the Zinna Steel. Yeah. At, was that Amity or Zin of Steel? Zin of Steel was from. Oh, it was, it was Willamette Valley. Come to me. So what yeah. is, it was Zin of Steel? That's it was that's Zin, Zinfandel aged only in stainless only steel. Only in stainless steel. So they throw wood chips in it? No, there no, was, no, was wood. no wood. No all. wood at all. It, it was amazing. It was actually really it was interesting. Really it's. Huh. It's different. It's like when, when if you've only had oak chardonnay, and yeah. then somebody gives you an oak chardonnay, and you're like, otherwise known as a semillon. <laughs> 
Well, only if they ferment just, it long. Oh, <laughs> I always forget. I've had this beer many times. <clears throat> I just had one sip. <clears throat> I always forget it's how crazy how crazy bourbon it is. Now I'm a I'm a it smells really bourbon. I'm yeah. a bourbon girl really bourbon. to my core. I will drink. I love I love me some bourbon. Uh, you mix in this is like a like a wow. malty a malty it's almost a little salty kind of beer There's salt in it yeah it, that's probably from the the water or, that, or even added a bunch of or salt even into the, water. the because they because bourbon barrels are charred on the inside right like most wine barrels it could be from it could, could be, be from, from the, the charring salt. as well this you get, you get a little because because bourbon when you uh, when you age it there's so much alcohol in it that any that you can't taste some of the uh, some of the more subtle things about the charring when they take those bourbon barrels and they they put beer in it I mean the the alcohol is well it's eleven percent I mean it's, yeah, but it's this, not to be trifled with this this tastes much more alcoholic. Yeah, the, the 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 smell and the and the the burn yeah. is much more pronounced than the other beers we've had today. But it has that delicious vanilla, vanilla yep. char kind vanilla of thing, and like caramelized like sugars. Is this where I'm supposed yeah. to tell my story? Yep. So Motor has a great story about beer aged in bourbon barrels. I, I hope. That, well, it's just repeating a quote <laughs> from a a brilliant publican. Uh, that would be Nico Frasia of the 21st Amendment. Last year, we were at the Oregon Brewers Festival. <laughs> we and, all were. And uh, we had some beer. With the watermelon a, cowboy hat. <laughs> uh, aged in a bourbon barrel. And uh, Nico said, you know what this beer tastes like? It tastes like a Jack and Coke that was left out overnight. Yeah. You don't do it right. And if you don't get it all the way right, yeah, and there's a cigarette left in the glass, too. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that's like this it's not, not char. No, it's this old is really cigarette. Good. It's but old, some people just because it goes cigarette. as as uh, as as John would say, just because it goes in a bourbon barrel doesn't make it good. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I enjoyed the the triple barrel, which was the uh, uh, Firestone, Firestone Walker. Walker double barrel, but aged in bourbon barrels. Oh, well, yeah, that would be good. They had it on cask at Tornado. Was and that bourbon barrels or was it wine barrels it from bourbon. the winemaking operation? Uh, no, you're right. It was. It was, it was Cabernet, Cabernet, Cabernet barrels. barrels. Yeah, but it. Don't look at me like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm the other I'm, half I'm of this memory. I'm doing something totally wrong, but uh, you know John won't curse me for texting. But this so. this triple <laughs> the, this having it. I've had other. Uh, beer is aged in like mm. Zinfandel barrels, mm-hmm. but this one that was aged in the Firestone barrels was like we. They had only one uh, keg of it. Yeah, so no, it, was it was gone a cask. Two hours. It was like it was on what, cask. What, it was on cask, yeah. but you can. They yeah. had only one container of it. What, yeah. They only the, one the thing that was crazy about one it is that like one cask of it. No, <laughs> nobody so, knew to order it. Like I, I mean, I have to say, we went I, every day for like three days. I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a big fan of Firestone Brewery. Um, no, I'm sorry, Firestone Winery. I'm no, a huge have, fan of their boutique outlet, Curtis, which is a great winery. It's cheaper and, they, and better. Uh, all of you, all of you in Southern California, trust me. Go to Curtis, and uh, and then they also have the brewery, and you know, I mean, like they they've been coming out with some other sort of interesting styles. They recently introduced an IPA, Union but Jack. the two yeah, beers that's, yeah, that's really they good. had were the ale, the pale ale, they and pale ale the there. double barrel, and. You know, I was like, "All right, it's like you know, it's beers a beer is a beer," from what them anyway. 
and um, and then this thing shows up at Tornado, and I'm like, holy god. This is like one of the best beers I have ever had. Still to date, I don't even know. Like, I don't know if they make it all the time. I don't know if they like if, if that was, was just an accident or like a mistake or, the, you or like you an experiment. You can't. Accident, <laughs> it's yeah. not motor oil. But you can't accidentally put a whole bunch of beer. No, in but the just the fact that the, it, they, it might accidentally have been good. Like, I don't know. I honestly, I don't motor know what the story is. Motor oil was definitely is. an accident. It was good. But you know, I miss it. It was so. It was amazing. Uh, and anytime, if there are any brewers listening, if you have access to old wine barrels use them you like make a small batch but i promise you you won't be disappointed try it take something that's that's relatively hoppy and let it mellow out for a long time in wine barrels because actually the bourbon barrel thing was a big deal at obf last year i had about four of them the region bourbon barrels and it's It's like where's the bourbon being aged now some of us are upset about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're, it's they're in stainless. They're, no, bourbon bourbon cannot be. Bourbon cannot be in stainless. Can, cannot no, be I believe stainless. Isn't it that some places only use their barrels once when they age the bourbon and get a new one for the? It's always a new barrel. Like, yeah. I think Knob Creek does if you need, that. If you yeah, need a fresh there, there, jar, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some. So it's only one use, and so then it gets kicked down to brewers. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, which there, is, was, there was a discussion with. It's the same thing with uh, want, like Madeira. It's the same way, yeah. and they they sent it to Scotland. Yeah, I, I had a discussion with Sean Paxton, who is taller uh, than me, so I don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and the discussion was, um, I didn't believe that that barrel or beer in barrels was um, there was enough ba- barrels to age all the beer. Ah, because like if there's really a higher popular, volume. If you got really popular, yeah. there would be a finite number of barrels. And he's yeah. like, it's not a problem. There are so many barrels. Right. They're, they're basically turning them into planters because, yeah. you know. Like there's barrels. People. There's so many barrels every year that basically just get destroyed that we could. It'd have to get a lot more popular. We could take all of them. It's and, not an inexpensive process, though, to like acquire a bunch of old barrels and fill them with beer and store it's them properly space, so well, that you, you, yeah, you need a lot of space and like a way to stack all those. Like you, suddenly you need a forklift like you, you didn't before. Not everyone's Vinny. Have you operation. seen the pictures of Vinny's new brewery and the, and yeah. the barrels? Yeah, it's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'll, I'm just saying like you know even if there's a like an infinite supply of barrels like being able to actually use that in your process it's a it's labor intensive right. Well, the other thing is that not every barrel is going to be usable because some will have mold or be infected or right. yeah. you know something will be not something right. will be wrong with them. Uh, so there's that problem. So I want to throw the question out, Damn good uh, which is, when are you kids getting married? Oh, oh, that's that's right. Married. Oh, Been sorry, married, done that. <laughs> no, the question's semi-serious. So the question is, is that when do we stop calling this these beers that we've just had that were brewed in the United States that are <coughs> brewed with yeasts that are common here or have mutated from from Belgium yeast? So they're really not Belgium yeast anymore. They're they're lab yeast or they're they're this. When do we stop calling them Belgium style beers? What and start calling them what? Happen. Uh, well, why, why, why do we have IPAs? How many how many how many IPAs get well, sent to India? Oh, okay. It's a well, style name, right? But what, what's happening with but IPAs? Belgian is Belgian is different. I, I'm going to answer the question about the IPAs first, and that is is that a lot of breweries are starting to call to call them EPAs or extra pale ale 
because they're like, well, it's not really India. We're not sending it to India, so why are we going to make this differentiation? And it's still a, it's still an overhopped pale. It's you know still has all the qualities that we like. It's just that it's not called India. I think calling it Belgian ale is just a, a simplification of: is it a lambic? Is it an Abbey ale? Is it is it a quadruple ale? <clears throat> I think it's more of a generic name that you give to beers of this style because of where they originated. Like when you have an English ale, it generally means something that's like it's like is it an English ale or is it a real ale? Sure. Real ale means something very specific, and an English ale is more of a generic term. Like, like you can have bass, fullers. You can have fullers, or there are many different styles that you can have there. But because the differentiation is because people over here have been making st- that that style of beer. Well, not everybody, but in well, general, in the last it's been thirty years. Yeah, you you can find those. It's like, is it a common beer, a steam beer, or or is it anchor style? It. Kind of depends, but you have the beer, and that's the way the beer is. Right. When you have a Belgian beer, because the because beer is so much more, I think the per capita consumption of beer in Belgium is a lot larger than here. It's not as big as Czech Republic, but it's a lot larger than the United States. When you take the sort of like the 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 gamut of the spectrum, that's a mixed metaphor. <laughs> the gamut of the spectrum. When you take the spectrum of all of the different kinds of styles you find in Belgium, it's a lot larger than it's. There's a lot more tones and notes than you have if you're looking at a Czech beer, where you have you have pilsen and then you have the dark style, right. and there's very little in between there that gets exported to the United States. In the German beer, you have you have the Hefeweizen, which we don't call German beer, and then we have the Helles slash Pilsner styles, mm-hmm. which, <clears throat> when you say German beer, can mean a whole lot of things. It can go everywhere from, like, Rauch beer and Schwarz beer all the way to, like, uh, like Spaten, and, yeah, to, like, the, 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 the Diebel's Alt, where if anybody, uh, if anybody listening can import Diebel's Alt to the United States, <laughs> please send an email to John Foster. You'll find him on the website. So that you will make my wife the happiest woman in the world. I spent far too much time trying to get it for her for her birthday and could not find Diebel's Alt in the United States. And it was very disconcerting. So when you look at the Belgian styles across the board, you have the Lambic style, which is right. very specific. You have Creek. You have the sweet style of Creek, like, like uh, Lindemann's makes. You have the ridiculously sour goose style you have the three different kinds of trappist ales that you can get you can get the triples you can get the eights you can get the twelves and there's just so many varieties of it i think saying belgian style is just because nobody here was making it for a while now that we are i think people will start calling it like if you look at the lost is this the lost abbey that's the lost abbey it doesn't say belgian on it at all it says it's just uh um i thought it said that what did they call it a uh, I just ruined it. it they call it, <laughs> it a Belgian dark quad style ale, which it shouldn't really be Belgian. It should be Trappist. Right. It's a Trappist quad style ale. Well, I was going to say also now you have <clears throat> uh, farmhouse beers. Like and the Saison. And, yeah. and farmhouse here sort of denotes the same image as it right. does in Belgium. That you're built, you, this is something that's really earthy and from the land and, you know, raw and edgy. Because yeah, like uh, getting like a uh, like Cantillion, I mean, besides the fact that you could never make a beer like that here in like a bazillion right. years, there's no way you eight, couldn't like eight, no. Technically, eight years. <clears throat> I, I have the answer. It would take eight years to actually get the permits to have an open fermentation tank in the no, middle of San what Francisco. You, what you do? What you do is you uh, you get the yeast 
from the wood in the building. You get a bunch of wood and you spray this yeast into the wood and you get or the bacteria or whatever and it starts to take over and propagate in the space. It takes about five years for that to settle and become a solid functioning community of yeast. You can start brewing open and then three years out of it, you get a batch. Uh, when I went a year and a half ago with uh, Sean... Jay Brooks, Thomas, and Christian, and we got this tour from this guy who was trying to start up his own spontaneous brewery outside of Brussels. He's currently brewing at Cantillon. There have been all sorts of people who have come in and studied Cantillon. It's not the atmosphere of Brussels. It's no. the atmosphere of that building and what lives in the wood. If the brewery burned down, they'd be done because all of the yeast lives in the wood. And well, okay. they've studied everything, and it's only... You know, X meter radius from the building. Could like, you make this beer? It's like so you could come there and because what he's trying so to do, years. what he's trying to do is build another to build another brewery to do spontaneous fermentation. And all of the studies have said it takes this long for it to become a stable yeast community in a building. And then on top of that, the, how early you can release the first beer you brew, which is which is definitely different from like the Limac Valley where. Yeah. Which is why when you have lambics that are made in the United States, they don't taste right. When, like the cranberry lambic at, from, Sam, from Sam Adams is my least favorite Sam Adams beer, which is kind of saying something. But because they make a cherry wheat, and I do not like. It's and, nice. Play nice. Other people like it, uh, but after like the fruit beer show last week, I'll say I'll say it again. I'm not really a big fan of the fruit beers, uh, but the cherry wheat is a lot of my friends' favorite beers. And beer drinkers, I respect, but it's not mine. But with their their cranberry lambic, it's cranberry to bring in the because cranberry is a very American Northeast Massachusetts exactly. fruit. And doing a lambic style on that definitely adds to like the sourness. But in order to make it palatable to like most Americans, they add so much sugar to it that it's kind of almost insipid kind to, of me. to me. To um, me, is there a problem? I was I was asking Foster if he wanted something that I could hand him. Uh, we, we have we only have one left, right? Well, are we going to have it? Are we going to be done soon? Are we going to are we going to crack that? Yeah. What is this? Well, this is the palate ruiner. Uh, the Midas Touch. I love that label, though. Is a handcrafted ancient. It's ale. a lovely beer. It's the palate ruiner. Barley, honey, white muscat, and grapes, and saffron. Delaware, right? Yeah. Holy God, I've never had this a before. Mine, Where's this uh, from? A guy that I work with who uh, went to Vassar College. Uh, is in love with this beer. I see a yeah, shark. So. Is it? Uh, is it? It's dogfish head. Dogfish uh, head. Dogfish head. Okay. It's Sam Calagione. Calag- How do you pronounce his last name? Calioni. Calagione. If it's G L I, it's Lee. Yeah. So okay. it's Calioni. Is he Italian Calioni. or yeah, Calioni? That would be Italian. Calioni. Calioni. He's a he's a very enthusiastic person. Loves is is the beer an uh, expression of enthusiasm? Arrows listening. Loves making. Please give John Foster a call. <laughs> Loves making these big beers. Although we got blown <laughs> off uh, for having him on the show by his publisher. Num- number one, most downloaded show about beer on I iTunes. Said, Please, I've heard have. the story. It's not nice. Yeah, no, it's not. It's basically, sorry. The pub. I wrote to the publisher. I'm Publi- like, can we have no, the PR people? Didn't understand. Yeah, he was a book. It's a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He said wine. She said beer. And so I, I wanted to do to have him on the show. So I wrote to the PR person. I'm like, it's like you know, John Foster here, number one podcast about beer on iTunes. You know, this is our list. This is how many listeners we have around the world. 
please can I have an out? Trust me, a thousand people will buy the book. Yeah. Can you fly the guy out here? Yeah. No, no, he was here. He was, he was just going to. He was here. He was, here. He was, he was they at were, they were here. He was here for a book tour. They were here for a book tour, both of them. <clears throat> Marnie and him. And I'm like, okay. And then they go, well, we don't think you're big enough. And I'm like, full. Hockey. Perhaps you don't understand how the internet works. <laughs> Perhaps you've never heard of the power of the internet. I'm going to tell this story later on. And we have page go, view statistics. What? Download statistics. It's a funny thing about the internet. You yeah. can get metrics over almost anything. We can get metrics on. <laughs> My wife is a queen of that. <laughs> we can get. Me- we can get she me- is. Well, and the thing is, like everyone, you know, I ch- sometimes I share the statistics yeah, with water. people, and they're like, "No, how is it possible that you have that many listeners?" I'm like. Because I'm good, no, it's bitches. Just, it's Dude, just, I subscribe. It's just that the, it's just that's the way it's happened. It's happened over a period of time, and you know we've done we've been consistent in the podcast. Sorry, we're doing podcast plan. We're a solid C plus. Compared to a lot of the podcasts, though, and like you know, I'm I'm into beer, and I live in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Which are two things that you that like definitely help to understanding the podcast. As opposed to having like random guys talk, like if it was a bunch of a podcast about where to go drink in like St. Louis, it wouldn't yeah. really be for me. Although since St. Louis closed the National Video Game and Coin Op Museum, <laughs> oh, yeah. the draw the draw for me to come to St. Louis is a lot less. Why do they do that? I would Why like to see the Gateway that? Arch. Uh, the Gateway Arch is awesome. As like and and the Anheuser Busch Brewery, like the main one, is cool. a sight to behold. And isn't there a lot of really good barbecue in St. Louis? Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yes. Uh, friends Barbecue. of ours, friends of ours that work at the Gap, really diss on St. Louis because they're from there. You know okay. who you are. You know who you are. You know she's not listening to <laughs> she's this. Not listening to this. <laughs> but but friends of but friends that, that this is not a show I, for Gap. I think Gap IT has blocked the. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope so. The I, they the, can't even get to Gmail, please. <laughs> For F's sake. Seriously? They can't. Seriously, they the can't. Gappies are not allowed to Why, access because it, because it, Yahoo it, Mail and Gmail. Because it starts with G, both of the companies. and the, and no, the no, they, no, it's a security the, thing. They can get Yahoo Mail. They, really? they have... <laughs> you, you know you from know? experience? Oh, you, you would. Because I know equally from experience <laughs> that they can't get to Gmail. No, they can get to it's, Yahoo it's Mail. It's kind of sad. Wow. But uh, but she's from St. Louis, and like I I enjoyed my... I enjoy the Midwest. I actually enjoy going there a lot. Really? What do you mean, really? I'm sorry. I, I'm I love, although although South, although North Sioux City, South Dakota, is call not me my doubting place in the world. Susan. Every time I go there, I have a really interesting time. Do you guys have a uh, data center there? Or what's the deal? I it, it, I used to have. To, I worked at a company that was a vendor of Gateway. Okay. And so yeah, I was. Gonna I say, went there, and okay. like, the only thing that's there is this great big black and white. Hey, like, I've been how, to the Midwest. Painted building. I used to frequent Omaha, Nebraska I've, back yeah, in the day. Like every like month. There is a changed. large amount of support for software products out in the Midwest because 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 yeah. like 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 John Foster, their accents are the least offensive. <laughs> they are the most standard American accents. How about that? Ever. I I spent I grew up the the town that I grew up in the 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 accent is a little uh, jarring. <laughs> you should hear his mother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my dad's from Long Island, but when, when you grow up, it's like trying to be like Stephen Colbert. The accent that you want is like, if people make fun of the accent well, that you have... Well, he's from the Carolinas. He's from the Carolinas, and that accent is made fun of because people, when they hear the Southern accent, they people think stupid, which is incorrect. It's not right. They're, but they're, when people hear the accent from my town, people think like stupid and so i wasn't which is like upstate new york and there are people i work with who had that accent and i'm like are you from rochester or buffalo because i can tell the difference and i'm like you're somewhere in between that was like you know 
like Lackawanna, right? <laughs> He's like, how'd you know? It's like, you got <laughs> how'd know you know? <laughs> Carbone Honda. <Uh-oh. laughs> so, <laughs> so, when you go to, so when you go to like, Omaha, Nebraska, and like you know, it's like wow, this is like you know the whole Tom Brokaw, South Dakota thing. Yeah. It's like they, maybe we should talk. get together for some football and burgers later. <laughs> Very, yes, it's perhaps. Scary. It is Which is why listening to Gary Oldman's accent in the last uh, The Dark Knight was a little jarring. So that interesting thing jarring. about that movie, there were like every every main character except Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, was. Uh, oh, and maybe American. Aaron Eckhart also. Aaron Eckhart is definitely American. We're not like they're all from somewhere else, British or Australian or Welsh or Welsh. And I was like, interesting, interesting dialogue coaching or uh, dialect coaching going on with this movie. Um, also, if you haven't seen it by the time the show airs, you really, really, really should because Heath Ledger was amazing, amazing, and he's dead him, now. They're going to stop calling him Keith. They're going to start calling him the Joker. Heath I Ledger, don't know yeah. though. I mean, like Jack Nicholson holds a, a firm no, and immovable place in my heart Joker when it comes much, to the Joker character. <laughs> yeah, Caesar Romero, thank you. No, Heath Ledger's oh, Joker no. was much closer no, to Frank I'm sorry. I apologize. Of what it should be, it was the 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 Joker in the Dark Knight was so kind of like disturbed, out of left field, crazy that the fact they like it's not really a secret, but they don't explain any of his origins, which makes it even better. Yeah. It's and like, I watched the whole thing. God. I watched the whole thing looking for a trace of Heath Ledger in that character. Like I was like, okay, I know it's Heath Ledger, and it's interesting because yeah. he's but dead. All, with all and the I'm prosthetics like, and everything. No, I mean, like, you, no, you can tell. Like, you can tell if you look at him on, on the face of it. You're like, okay, that's Heath Ledger in like Joker makeup. But when it came to the character and like anything that that he said, there was not a trace of like some beautiful Aussie kid in there. It was like. Crazy, disturbed freak! Like the whole right. time, it was amazing. Well, it was saw, just amazing. You saw the uh, Jokered up trailer. Uh, no, there was what? a version Which? of the trailer that got re- that was given as a prize to somebody. They're like, oh. "Here's here's twenty five hundred feet of film." <gasps> oh my gosh! And what had happened was is that the Joker had gone and mangled every frame. <gasps> with, oh, with, so it was like with a, white yeah. graffiti. Yeah. That was going on it. That's really interesting. So the the you watch this and it's like, okay, that man is disturbed. Yeah. Because you see this crazy light basically somebody went in with a like a light pen or like something a light on the pen film. Or just actually etched the negative. Uh huh. So that it was all just jokered up. That's crazy. Yeah, so you can look I mean, that up it, on YouTube. It's a really it. uh, it's a really dark dark interpretation it's a lot closer to the original dc comic uh the gestalt of the original Uh dc comic i mean i i am a passionate fan of the original first and second in the in the trilogy of the first set of live action uh batman films the tim the tim Tim burton michael keaton films Mm -hmm. actually no the second one was val kilmer wasn't it i don't know i can't remember he was it was michael keaton times two and then michael keaton 
There was a Val Kilmer one, and then there was a George Clooney one, and the George Clooney one was horrendous. <laughs> so bad. My wife is so opinionated. <laughs> but, like, the first one, I mean, like, Jack Nicholson will always be, like, he made live-action Joker. He set the bar. What was interesting about... Again, Cesar Romero? Cesar Where's... Romero. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to next beer down. I got to be honest with you, I haven't seen that one. But like he, I mean, like Heath Ledger, the whole like Batman Begins, She's the Christian, the Christian Bale ones, Batman Begins, and now the Dark Knight, they're a completely, they're completely different. They're, uh, they're a lot more. I mean, they're much more dark and they're much more contemporary. Um, but like. It, like and I, I find them more satisfying because they actually like they just go there and like Batman continues to be the darkest character there, which is important <coughs> because that's the way it was originally. Um, the that's first, why Batman is the best superhero slash not like anti the antihero as well. Well, I don't the, even know where he's I was the going one with that, who but. walks away from from everyone when they're all fighting. He's like, yeah, okay, see you guys. I've it, done my job here. I'm going. Although Christian Bale's Batman voice is a little, I know I was tiring. like, "What is that? Did they build like a, a, a like a Vox modulator into his suit? Because there's no way that Christian Bale can <laughs> sound like, like that for so long. I know it just gets a little tiring after a while. <laughs> I don't like this so much. You could believe it when Michael Keaton kind of sounded a little different, but you're like, please, I don't even think so. Okay, enough. We're, we're, this is, is this is this film school? I just want to drop in one other thing about, about <laughs> the homework. No, the, no, 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 no. We still Joker, have a whole beer to cover. The Joker is interesting, but what what's what is your opinion of the Joker on the animated series? Mm. Mm. I love my animated series because I think which the, animated series classic Pow Bash the, one or the no the newer, no, no the animated series the, animated, like the Batman the newer okay Batman Return. I've only seen a little bit of that Super Friends well the, it's now the Batman yeah so the Batman right <laughs> I, I the Joker to me is supposed to, like the Joker that's in the 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 film mm-hmm. The Dark Knight is really really dark like the there is no sense of humor about it at right. all. There's no playfulness, which is kind of the way Frank Miller had it. But it captures. I the enjoy like, the one in the in the animated the, series, but it's a different Joker. It's like it not the totally, same villain. No, it is a totally different Joker. It's he's he's sarcastic. Yeah, he's it's all about the joke. And that's like, what I think. It, like it Jack really, Nicholson captured that is absent from the contemporary totally. series. Yeah. This is way like, darker. She, he's yeah. like, if I have to explain the joke, it's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of the whole like like completely mentally disturbed, like deranged, um, and it comes out like there's something about like it's there's something about it being supposed to be funny because he's the Joker. And it not being funny at all because you're like, oh my god, what is this guy capable of? That is absent from even from the Tim Burton movies because they're like explicit about the jokes there. That I think you know, like, well, the, this movie is all about the the, the Dark Knight is about uh, limits and rules, right? Who has limits and who has rules? And evidently, the Joker has and the Joker has none, none, no limits, and that's no the rules. point. They're so. trying to understand, and they realize that like they can't understand because the they have limits and he doesn't. I have a rule, and I didn't give anything away by saying that. It's just that's the thing. It, it's the main. It's the main sort of like part of the overall. Tell uh, me, Foster, do you have the Midas touch? You have the Midas <laughs> touch. 
I think you do I too. Think you this have, is, I think you're pouring the last of the Midas Touch. I will. I'll share the. There's a little. There's a nubbin left. So the uh, so the Midas Touch is a handcrafted ancient ale. Ancient. Ancient. From the times of the Midas. Isn't that isn't that what honey bears are? Ancient ancient ale like sort Often. of implies honey. Uh, it is it is brewed with barley, honey, white muscat grapes, and saffron. Muscat. Get your get your rodent out of my beer. It is. It's a. You often have beers like this. Um, well, not really beers. You often have things that taste similar to this with the 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 honey and the grapes. Um, it's no like organ me, honey beer. That's for sure. No. It, when you have them, they're not actually beers. <laughs> Uh, when you have like uh, fermented sort of like wines like this, you can get them. Um, Ooh, that's it's nice. a big deal at Ethiopian restaurants, but it's, it's also a around. It, it, I think it is. Yeah, it is. This when is you're nose, there's no, there's no, there's no. You you get things like this. Uh, this Good is the wall. beers that friends of mine and and myself right. included would drink during Passover Just mm. I don't when have we weren't allowed to have the one of the five forbidden <laughs> fermented grains. Interesting, because you get you, you. There's always so much bear and hurts on you can race. actually choke down. Right. What's the What's the honey beer that we actually liked uh, that we got in Belgium? Do you remember Dar 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 Darbar or Dakar or wasn't it Barbar? Barbar Barbar. Have you guys had that? I think I have elephant oh. beer. Huh. Similar, yeah. It's not what? It's not Babar. It is. It's I'm called being, Barbar. I'm being sorry. Is it North African? I am not just funny now. I, but I think the people on, I think it would given <laughs> our state listeners. of drunkenness, our <laughs> listeners might not understand what the hell I was saying. That's what I'm trying to get at. I'm not explaining the joke to you, John Foster. I'm not explaining the joke to the listeners. I am clarifying. You're. You're breaking through the third wall or whatever it is. You're making the joke funnier. Damn it. You're making the joke funnier. So, I'm not making the joke funnier. I'm making it so that people are like, what did that drunk guy say? Barbar? I can't is understand that what we his accent. It it's so nasally Bar-bar. in New York. Barbar. Right. There's not- two there's two types that you can get. I've never seen it. Uh, I may have seen it once stateside, but definitely in... They had it at, Sp- at Spine Dival. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. But I hadn't seen it anywhere else here, right? Um <coughs> We saw it, like, the first time I ever saw it was at um, the Pink Elephant uh, Delirium, Delirium Cafe, Cafe in, uh, in Brussels, and it's a honey beer, and I, my experience with, you know, Oregon honey beer led me to not really think that that was a good idea to try, but somebody, like, we had it on some, some kind of authority that it was not as bad. This reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got that, you know... It's not mead, it's got a honey. I have scent. no idea what the saffron is. I I don't I get don't the saffron. Yeah. The other stuff I do. Well, saffron got muscat grapes in it. Saffron's got so much going on. You just put in a couple of little spores of saffron and call it saffron. Yeah. Well, saffron being the I think it might be more of a colorant than anything else. Possibly. Saffron. If you get a lot of saffron in something, it kind of tastes like soap. It I think it tastes. If you get a lot of saffron in something, it kind of tastes like like. A lot of saffron. No, I was going to say the tastes like fernet. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh that's God. good. No, but what I'm saying about saffron is that, like, as a perfuming <laughs> agent, it's I'm kind my of my tongue down my throat. Uh, I love, I love fernet. Gentlemen, oh. behave. Oh. It, as a perfuming Sorry. agent, it's kind of you know, it's kind of interesting, but you need it in small amounts, and it's almost as much for the color as it is for the flavor. There isn't that much flavor there and if you get too much like truly saffron flavored again it tastes like soap 
Or like something that's overly herbed, like right. Fernet, like for saffron rice. It's, it's like cooking with saffron uh, rice. Done you right. need a you need a couple or, stamens, or but you don't need yeah. like a whole like you know teaspoon of saffron. Just enough to make it saffron rice. Yeah. It's more about the color, people. Um, I, you can use turmeric, by the way, if you don't I'm, have saffron. Just saying, it's just uh, as good. I'm just wild about saffron. She's, she's just wild about, about me. me. <laughs> I'm just wild about Stevie. <laughs> Thank you. He's you can, just wild about me. You can you can stop that right now. Okay. <laughs> Stevie. What I don't notice is any sort of particular yellow coloring that's different from any other uh, beer that we've had today. I'm holding it up to the light. I think it's more like the whole. I think when it's maybe a little more sunny yellow as opposed to like ambery. When the dogfish. Sorry, sorry about your foot. When, when the dogfish. Saffron. It's way in the end. I'm not getting it. I, I think my palate might be hammered. Hand. Like I said, it's it's the palate it's the palate ruiner. My palate's tired. There's more uh, lost <laughs> I have Abby. A birthday party to go to There's now. More I lost guess. Abby. Well, there I think is. I might try Wait. some of that. You should go. This is a good uh, dessert beer. We should have done this one. Last. Yeah, we did it at the wrong. We Probably. did this in the wrong Probably. order. Uh, error, fail. Error. See, that's I'm in charge of bringing the cupcakes. <laughs> Oops, we right, ate well, them all. Let's talk, let's, talk about, let's talk about the homework. Oh, the, the homework beer. is beer. The homework is beer. So the homework is the best part of beer school <laughs> to find beers that are the Belgium style but are made in the United States. I would say just not in Belgium or not in Europe. Okay, yeah, not I in mean because Canada has Canada has some good ones too. Right. I guess what I was trying to do was focus it in on the region because I'm I look find at, it okay, as local look, as you can. Yeah, find what it he's as saying. local as you can, and and embrace what the, those flavors are. Um, also, part two of your homework is to buy some of these crazy beers from Allagash or from Avery or from from Russian River, Omegon. Russian River or Omegon. And find a corner of your closet or your basement or not your garage, specifically not your garage, yes. and and save them for two years. Mm. Two years, people. Two that years. means don't drink them for two years. Right. 2010. Forget you bought them. Yeah. Forget 2010, you that's 2010, right. 2010, right? And, Double digits. And while, you're, and while you've, you've started your collection of these high-gravity, mm. tasty, big beers... Kind of stuff some other things in there, and and don't feel don't feel like you have to keep them there for the whole two years. Pop one out once in a while and see what it tastes like. See what it see where it went. Treat it like wine. Yep. Wine. Treat it like a good red wine. It doesn't have to be in the fridge. It just has to be in a cool place, like our like here. I realize that's a hard thing to do if you're like in Florida. You might actually need a refrigerator. Well, that's true. Or or Arizona, but like in the Midwest, you should have a basement. That yeah, should a be hurricane good. cellar. Actually, no, you hurricane should have a rut cellars. cellar. Yeah. If you have if you have a place where you're supposed to store potatoes, cellar. that's a good place for your beer. See, it's not a root cellar, as I would say it. It's a rut cellar. It's rut, a rut cellar. Rut and cellar? so I trust me. Do you say get rut access? Uh, I'm I'm from New York. He's, he, I, he's so far beyond. I say root that and creek. Of... I don't say rut and crick. <laughs> It's just the way I am. I can't help it. You know what rutting is in the in the yes. the animal kingdom. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's your homework. Your homework is to store some beer, buy some things that are Belgium style, 
made should, in the United States. And you can get Belgian-style beers. Like, I saw it at, like, the Price Chopper in, oh, like, yeah. Syracuse, New York. The Price Chopper! You should be able to get a Belgian-style beer pretty much anywhere if you can get it at, at in Syracuse. Although, although upstate New York is kind of a hotbed oh, for good we beers. We need three more for a full right. dining set. Well, the other, the other thing to, to do to, to talk about this from the homework point Stop. of view is while we're saying, you know, Susan and I are going to go off and build a dollhouse. <laughs> Let me finish. Ooh, try dolls. some of these things, but have a really open mind while you're trying them. Bring your friends along exactly. and and you know, talk. And, Bring and, some cheese and some apples and to some cut the like whole some pears. You know. And if it's and if it's sour, it's sour. And just try and enjoy it in it in its sourness. Yeah. Think if of that's like, not what you want. Think then of that's lemonade. Fine. Remember and, the first you know. time you had a goose beer. You didn't like it, did you? I liked I it did. from from, time, from drink number one. <laughs> I, I did because I was told. For what our I was viewers, to Foster flipped us all off. No, no, <laughs> it's, it's a seven up oh, milk I, thing. I remember yeah. the first. You, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, well, no, somebody gave me this beer, and I'm like, <laughs> it's the milk seven up conundrum. You're That's like, it's a beer, and yet it tastes like vinegar. I don't understand. Well, it's like gelada. Don't expect it to be beer, but it's delicious if you it's open delicious. it. Delicious. So pour it in a clear glass is my only warning about the gelada. Uh, is it kind of that disgusting? That Wait, John. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you like get this. the right batch of, of um, it damnation, it's pretty cloudy. It, no, it's a jellyfish. It, just, it, it moves. It, it has, oh, it has floaties. It has floaties, yeah. and the yeah. floaties move up and down. It's either, it's either uh, shrimp that are still alive or, uh, or tomato chunks. Floaties. It looks a bit science experiment. <laughs> That's the thing that I find, I find the most interesting. Is like They were like, well, does this drug pass the brine shrimp viability test? Huh? <laughs> Apparently... If brine shrimp don't live in something, it's good at fighting cancer. Oh, good. And so when you have something that kills brine shrimp, it's often uh, a good thing to to fight cancer. And I was like, really? That's not what I want the next time I have beer with floaties to think about. Thank you. I just ruined everyone's appetite. I apologize. (laughs) Well... It's late enough in the bring, show. Nobody to will bring remember. it back, nobody's going to be a yes. little bit. There's, I mean, not really, but sort of. Um, last time we were in Boston, we toured Boston, a nuclear Boston. reactor. Yes, a this little is, play one on campus, or uh, real no, 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 it, it's well, a research it's, reactor. It's, it's five megawatts. On campus. That's a big wall. Okay. Five not, megawatts is not. You can't. You can't one. blow up. The, they used to have the a play one at Cal, and they got rid it. of it. Yeah, so this is one of the last ones built before they started saying, oh, nuclear reactors might be scary and bad. Um, Especially in downtown Boston. (laughs) Wouldn't that be Cambridge? If we blow up Cambridge, will we have any more smart people? I don't know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Uh, Berkeley. Thank you. Cal. Hey, I'm not. Ann Arbor, maybe. uh, I'm just just giving you a a little. Certainly not Palo Alto, though. I'm giving you a window into the minds of the bureaucrats that were making these decisions at the time. This has nothing to do with beer, BT dubs um but we were we were touring this uh this research reactor and they have done they've done experimental research with cancer there two kinds of cancer one was um good cancer skin cancer melanoma yes and the other one was a kind called blasto it was like like um Glioblastoma. It's what Ted Kennedy has right now. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 the scary, brain, the scary brain, brain like. tumors that have long tendrils. And what they did was they um, they would take the patients and they would um, make them drink this compound that had lots of boron in it. Is that Barium? Right? Boron. Boron. Oh, boron. Specifically boron. Boron. boron absorbs neutrons a lot. Boron. Okay. 
absorbs neutrons a lot, and they had engineered it so that it would it would be especially attractive to the cancer cells. And then they shot neutrons at it from this nuclear reactor, and it caused like a complete, complete, oh, complete uh, remission in all the patients. And it was kind of amazing, and that's the end of my story because I spilled my beer. I think I think it's I think getting close very, to being done. I think this is the very first time that we've spilled a beer on the show. Oh, really? And it required my wife to do it. <laughs> Let me be the first. <laughs> no, it was talking about it was talking about cancer. We were getting very deep here. We were talking about firing borons into people. But, well, firing no, neutrons into borons. people that had that had, uh, that had they were attracted to the wait, borons. Wait, wait, wait. We were firing neutrons into morons. <laughs> <laughs> you boron. <laughs> What's wrong with you, you boron? That makes me so no, sad because I wanted to drink that beer. Well, you, Here, you, you don't can have some right oh, no, now. Okay. You don't get a to boron, drink anymore. A boron is a combination of a moron and a boring person. A boron. He's tight, isn't he? He's a little grumpy sometimes, but it's okay. Grumpy. <laughs> when she spills, this is how I react. All right, so we we can react oh, this way. Oh, codependent. How cute. <laughs> Only <laughs> him. All right. That was a mean look. While we're cleaning up this mess, let's just uh, finish this off and say there's only one last thing to say on beer school, and that is... Glass dismissed! (laughs) Ow. Ow. Sorry for the the headphones, kid. So Shannon is wondering... She needs our help. She sent us an email saying, I'm trying to find a case of Carling Black Label for a friend for his birthday. I was hoping you might know where I could find some. Where does, where does Sharon live? Or Shannon? She lives in, in cyberspace. What's her... Doesn't say. That's really important, though. She's got yeah, a, she's got an code? SBC account, which means that it's probably it's probably West Coast, it's probably West Coast somewhere. I don't think you can get. It, I don't think yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen a case of Black, black Label of Black Labs in a, or a kettle of Black Labs. As we used to I haven't it. seen it yeah. since I was living in Massachusetts. You know, you can find no, no, watermelon no, no, wheat and uh, IPA from Twenty One A at Bevmo all across California right now. That's beverages and more. People get to your local well, outlet. We're not talking about that. We're talking about hey, and for people who hung around this long and are actually listen to it as soon as they download it uh you can come and uh and give us gifts in person live that's true at the obf next friday from <laughs> three to four that's the oregon brewers festival yes. at tom mccann park was it tom, called? uh it's tom the McCall, waterfront tom mccall, tom McCall State, waterfront park waterfront park we will be at the brewing network tent which i assume is an adjunct to the we'll beer, beer will you be wearing too. watermelon apparel oh hell yeah if they if you it's see it if you see men that look south. like watermelons you know you're in the right place probably i'm south. guessing it's south all the sort of like leftover yeah. junk is in the south and if anybody's leftover junk that's us <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be able to listen <laughs> to a show uh, where we curse that's right I'm going to curse. There will be I'm more cursing? Shock. I'm going to curse a lot. What day is that? Friday. Friday. Dropping of the F and C bombs <laughs> all over the place. The C bombs. Now, if you think oh, about it, what's a C bomb? We're not going to talk about it here, but just, just ruminate as your homework, <laughs> along with drinking yes, the beer, cuddly. what a C bomb might be, and then we'll tell you about it next week. A C bomb. All F and C <laughs> All the time. Because we have to, you know, we have to keep up the brewing we have network. Standards. Tradition. We're going to get special special guests? We have special guests already arranged. I was hoping I could corral the special guest, uh, but she wasn't working today. No, she's already committed. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Oh. <laughs> secrets on the show. There's so small then, uh, secrets. So then, this then. isn't this isn't quite finalized yet. But the next thing on our on our list of things to read is the homework. Do we already do we have those already homework. December sixth. Drink a lot. That's through the fifteenth, two thousand eight. Ten days, nine nights. The Essen Christmas Beer Festival tour of Belgium with guys from BeerSchool.com. Yes, really. Yeah, we're actually really. Yeah. You're going September. We're, in December. Well, if December. We can December. Convince enough people that it's yeah. a great time so, to hang out with us to sign up and go. Yeah. Hey, sweetie. So we're putting. What do you need? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, look, look. I don't. That that's probably not a good time for us. But I want to. But I don't know. I'm sure there's an answer it's, somewhere it's, what, at Belgian, BelgianBeerMe.com. We, we know. It, we know that. Is it with a Belgian like tour guy that you've had? Yeah. A couple yeah. Times? Yeah. Like, what's the what's the cost? It's um, the cost is going to be, and this isn't final yet. Um, it's twenty. $2,600 for land only. And. Uh, is there sea involved? Is there or C? air? A, you said you land get, only. You have to get yourself to either Brussels. Oh, Brussels. So you got okay. to get like, yourself land, to Brussels. Land, sea, or air? I don't know. That includes hotels. Yeah. That includes beer. Yeah. That includes meals. That includes, not all meals. Not all meals, but enough of the meals. Um, that uh, that you'll that you'll be taken care of for the rest of the and twenty six double occupancy or twenty six single occupancy. I don't doesn't say. And what are the dates again? Can you do the whole thing one more time? Yes, December sixth through the fifteenth, two thousand eight. Ten days, nine nights. <clears throat> the Essen Christmas Beer Festival Tour of Belgium. So where where, where <laughs> yeah, are you baby. Going? So uh, you, you start in Brussels, I'm assuming, just because I think you start and end in Brussels. Chez Bruxelles. It doesn't have the route. And, you know, I will personally guide uh, for free, uh, either before or after this tour, Motors uh, beer drinking tour on the uh, Talis to Cologne, Dusseldorf. Oh because, as we know, it's right there. People so sign if up. If you're in Brussels sign already... Up. It'll, also, it'll, she'll be, I can't take her. Best on that. French fries. <laughs> Hammered the whole goddamn time. Best you know, French fries can I, can on I, the planet. Can I, can I tell you one of the most amazing uh, things I've done was uh, scooting across on the, on the tallies, the high speed train going at 185 miles an hour scoot, scoot. Through, through a snowstorm. Nice. <laughs> you never once feared for your life? Little it's ice a train. flying off the tracks? It's a train. I don't even Motor know. does not fear trains, Motor no. fears people. Yes, I feel, I feel tall, and I hate the ones that are taller than me. There are, there are like there are like three that are taller than you. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> I enjoy rolling in my six foot. Six foot. The last Abbey, or excuse me, the lost Abbey. No, that's lost Abbey. The lost Abbey. It's lost oh, actually, Abbey I used people. To after Abbey. Um, Ooh. No, that's Gabby. No, it was Abbey. <laughs> Sex Abbey mama. normal. You don't remember Abby. Abby normal. Abby normal. Abby who? Abby normal. It turns out lusting after Abby and having Abby would have been two different things. <laughs> uh, she was Boy. crazy. Back to work. Anyway, um, <laughs> continuing on. Continuing on. No, the last Abby uh, at the end of the bottle had a lot of floaties in it, so not what I was interested in. So, people, when you're drinking Belgian style beer, regardless of where it was produced, either in Belgium or, or here, stateside, or in Canada, if it's unfiltered, you got to pay attention. If it's a little cloudy in the glass, hopefully you're not pouring out the whole bottle at once because they usually come gotta in seven fifties. Really you got to you got to drink it in a wine glass size bo- wine glass size glass, 
And pay attention. That last inch of beer is probably filled with yeast that will, I promise you, upset your tummy and your lower intestinal tract, if you, if you know what I'm saying. If, so, if, you, if you know what you're saying. It may be so tasty and filled with alcoholic delight that you want to keep going, but I promise you, you will be less sorry the next day if you don't drink the last half inch. Stay away from the sediment. It's not good for you or your tummy. Often. Often. That's my that's my public service message for the, the PSA. When do you when do you actually end these things? I know like there's we just, we just event, ramble and ramble and ramble. It'll, well, the we'll funny cut it off. I don't know. Did you listen to the end of the fruit beer show? I could. F- it's like I I was only at work for so long. <laughs> it's like I the fruit I, beer I can't show sit isn't out yet. For like three hours to listen to the whole.